Podcast. This is episode number 22, and my name is Henry. Brayden? I'm Chloe. <laughs> One of these days, Chloe will actually say it before me. I don't yeah. think so. I keep, well, I, I, I pause. You to have give seniority. You space to, uh, I have seniority in many things, but that, that's irrelevant. <laughs> seniority is not something to be. One day, I'll just sneak into Henry's house and do one on my own. Okay, that works. That sounds really weird. <laughs> yep. Anyways, oh, uh, so today we're going to be talking about uh, Murder on the Orient Express, and we're going to be doing a retro review of another train film, Snowpiercer, from 2013, so going to be some cool stuff. And then we're also going to be talking about the new Deadpool 2 teaser that just came out this morning, a few listener questions, all the usual jazz, right? So... My mom was speaking of jazz and yesterday. My mom and I were in Cup of Joe. I was and playing she was, jazz. She was making fun of the music he was playing. <laughs> she was like, what is this? Is he playing Dean Martin? What is it was going a, on? It was a playlist, Spotify playlist, that was classic jazzy school awesomeness. It was classic so... Classic jazzy school awesomeness? Yeah. It was so funny. My mom was literally so not into it. It was like, like Frank Sinatra, <laughs> Dean Martin. Oh, that's great stuff. I know. Classic. Nat King Cole. Uh, yeah, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. That's great stuff. Not somebody my style was, either. Somebody was playing Louis Prima last week. Hmm. And I love me some Louis Prima. Better than Green Day. <laughs> no, no, no. But I feel like I had something to say. How cool my mom is. She is really cool. Yeah. I always like talking to her. Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's not digging the Frank Sinatra yeah. and Martin, though. So that's... Oh, we don't like either one of them. Really? We like Fred Astaire. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, how's everybody otherwise? Fine. <laughs> Brad, haven't seen much of you lately. What's What's been going on? I'm okay. Well, I've, I've been where I'm supposed to be. You've been, I don't know where you've been. <laughs> well, I'm working in the mornings now. Oh, they shifted so. the schedule around. Oh, you yeah, guys yeah. got separated. Yeah. That makes but, me yeah. really sad, actually. Well, yeah. it happens. He makes better tips in the morning, Yeah. So. That's really upsetting, though. Yeah. I'm not well, kidding. These are the kind of things that really affect me. <laughs> well, luckily, we can all we all gather here once a week and just chat for a couple hours. So it's okay. You guys Good should just have lunch sometimes or Good something. Times. Well, I'm always at the theater, and he's always welcome to come in and watch a movie. Yeah. Which I was thinking about going to see Christopher Robin today, maybe. I don't know. I saw it. What do you think? Yeah. That's I was underwhelmed. That, that's what I heard. Yeah. I've heard a few people say they kind of enjoyed it. They haven't really been ecstatic about it. They yeah. didn't think it was spectacular, but it definitely then again, wasn't. <laughs> their expectations may have been low enough that after seeing the film, they went, you know, well, that was actually better than my. I mean, what I, expected, I don't know. So. I didn't have super high expectations and have low expectations. I mean, I just thought it was going to be like a you know historical it, whatever, blah, blah blah. It was not. It was just not great. They didn't do do anything for you it could have been so much more creative because you're dealing with a whole imaginary world right you know so i thought there'd be more elements of that you know intertwining and everything but oh. not so much yeah and how's margo 
She has a cat. I'm a donut person. I'm obsessed with him. I, I know. He's always perfect. True in this also. Yeah. The characters were really flat, and it wasn't very... I don't know. But I also don't know the whole story. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, we got Florida Project. You should probably... Oh, I saw that. Oh, did you? I loved it. Oh, yeah, that's we right. We got it. It's been there for like a month. <laughs> no, it's only been there for... This is the second week now, I think. There's no way I saw it last week. Yeah. Sure about that? Are you for really? This is the second. Just huh. a, just the second week now. Man, now. wait, have we all seen it then? I have not. Uh, I'm going to go see it. Then. I'm, I'm always playing catch up a little bit. Makes everybody films. cry. Could yeah. Be? Yesterday, yesterday, I was loitering at your uh, place of work. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and these people were in the. You weren't there for that, and um, these people left like they left the Florida Project early, and somebody was like, "Oh, too sad," and they were like. The woman was like, no, it just made me really happy I'd never had kids. It's like, are you an awful Jeez. are you an awful person or what? Jesus Christ. <laughs> terrible. I was like, I'm glad you didn't have kids too, ma'am. <laughs> yeah. It's not Get out of here. Who yeah, blames kids was... for being impoverished? Impoverished. Yeah. Well that's that's what my fiance was saying, is that the little girl is a bit of a handful. Yeah. But I but, mean that's yeah, still she, a but it's is. just a kid. It's yeah, a young kid. She's a kid. Her mother is 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 struggling, and so probably doesn't give her the yeah. the attention that she Gosh. needs mm-hmm. and or the guidance. Also, it's summer. Like kids are cray cray anyway. Yeah. They're not yeah. in camp. You're in camp. Yeah, Florida. It's also. Florida. <laughs> yeah, well, they're right. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I just was shocked. People oh, are yeah. so weird. Yeah. I don't get. Well, it. did I tell you about the guy? You did you see? You saw Love Events. You yes. like it, right? Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about the guy? Who walked out of the film? The cartoon guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't like that. He walked out of Loving Vincent because it was animated. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, this is awful. This is animated. It's a kids' film. I'm not watching this. <laughs> you should have said something about it being animated. And our synopsis, in fact, says. Well, that's the whole animated. Thing. Yeah. Hand painted oil paintings. Well, it's even funnier because that's the whole. Um, what's that word? Like whatever attract. The thing they use to attract people is that mm-hmm. it's a bunch of still oil paintings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. I thought it was, I finally got to see it. I thought it was remarkable. Oh, I yes. bet you loved One it. One of the most innovative films. I mean, the story was was not outstanding, but it, it was a fun story. I really liked how they wove in all of the characters, all the people from his portraits that he had done, yeah. and all of the, the locales from his portraits. And I thought that was really, I just a spectacular film. I'm sorry I wasn't here for to give my review. <laughs> oh, but, you're fine. Uh, but people walk Wait, you weren't out here of... for that? Was it just us? Yeah, that was, that was oh, that was the mess. <laughs> that was the that was the mess. That was the epic show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I liked it. It was fine. Oh yeah, it was. Fun. It was a little detour. People walk out of movies for the damnedest things. So yeah. yeah, one of my coworkers was saying that that a lot of people just seem to be walking out of this because they object to such sort of stark portraits de- I mean, depictions of, of poverty. I mean, it's a realistic me. look. I mean, the worst thing in it is there are mentions of prostitution. Like, there's nothing in it that's yeah, incredibly graphic. No, people, apparently, people but... just don't feel like dealing with actual issues. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. But that's, yeah. like, the beauty of film. Also, just look at his, I mean, if you're worried about it, look at the, what the director's done beforehand, what they focus on, you'll get some idea. Yeah, like, but the old people are not, aren't going to watch Tangerine. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But they can look at the... So not, you know, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. <sighs> it just frustrates me. Yeah. yeah. Art is there to make you emote. Like, I know it's an escape sometimes, but also, you know, 
Yeah. You got it. Well, we actually have kind of a listener question about that. So wow. Perfectly. We'll be we'll be covering escapism today. In fact, yeah. So. <laughs> I oh, cover it every day. Uh, when, I, when I saw. <laughs> Uh, Orient Express. I was at Timberline, and it was mm-hmm. a pretty packed. Like I was surprised. Really? Yeah. And I don't know anyone knows. Define how... packed. Like it was five people. Yeah. No, it was exactly. like I'd say eighty percent full. Really? Wow. Yeah. For real? When did oh, you yeah. go? Saturday night. Oh. Wow. That's but the thing is, usually when I go Saturday night to to movies there, it's not not that bad. But hmm. anyways, go figure. But so they, I think at Timberline they have at least twenty minutes of previews. That's just like the standard. Right. Thing. I showed up late to the theater by fifteen minutes, and, and they the, still had five. Everyone in the theater, um, I hate seeing it with a big crowd like this because I know exactly after about four, there's just going to be continuous size, mm-hmm. and like after like three, and the, the new trailer would pop up. I'm like, ah, oh, are you kidding me? And it would just like go on and on. Yeah. I honestly just wanted to turn. Around. Like, have you never been? To a movie before, there's gonna be a lot of previews, and it's just like every maybe single... they haven't. Hmm? Maybe they haven't. Well, that's the thing they is, I don't have. know. These just... are all just. I don't know what the people. average age of the people in the auditorium was there. It was pretty mixed, but there's um, some young people like us, and then when we I mean, went, we were the youngest by about eighty years. Yeah, I was gonna say when I when I went, I went yesterday in the afternoon, and the theater was almost completely empty. Really? My theater yeah. was full, too. We had, there was, uh, I was in there, of course, and I think there were maybe six, seven other people in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. Huh. Uh, of course, I mean, you know, Tuesday at one three, I can be a lot of people. Anyways, We went but, on Tuesday at 2. Really? Yeah. And it was pretty full? Quite full, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you went to, you didn't go to Timberline, though? Heck no. Oh, that's... that's they don't have any incline. I can't go there. Well, that's why you go in the afternoon. Is so nobody's in front of you. Yeah. Nobody was in front of I'm me. I'm shaking my head now for everybody. <laughs> yeah, but for a visual <laughs> well, I mean, description. Any, any chain, any multiplex you go to is going to run 20 minutes roughly, give or take, of trailers. Yeah. And the Chelsea, we only played... Five minutes. We do. Yeah, we two run trailers. two trailers, three at the absolute most. If yeah. we have some big stuff coming up, mm-hmm. and even then, a lot of the audience. Um, it's funny. The younger people always seem to show up late, like fifteen minutes late, with the expectation that we have twenty minutes of trailers. Yeah. Well, but then the older folks go in and they just oh trailers, so many trailers, <laughs> all the trailers. Why so many yeah. trailers? It's all uh, relative. And, yeah, I mean, I don't, it's it's very strange, but, you know, I don't really need that many I'm trailers. fine either way. I don't, yeah. TBH. I don't really care. I Ten, enjoy trailers. I'm sick of seeing uh, Molly's Game, because I actually want yeah. to see the movie. I'm done with that. Tra- My bigger thing is, I don't know if I've said this before, because I don't pay attention, because I talk so much, but the new trailer for Downsizing, you know, the Matt Damon Oh, no, yeah, we talked about that last week. The big. The, well, this is another yeah, PSA. The, the twist. Reveal. Don't watch it. It's yeah, so annoying. There's, there's a twist in it that is kind of big, and it's... So rude to do. Yeah. It's a big twist and downsizing. It's like the point of the... Knee uh, slapper. Uh-huh. There goes the train. There goes the train. You can set your watch. Anyway, uh, yeah, when we saw Murder on the Orient Express, I went with my best friend Kaylee, and my mom, obviously... But we, um, we, obviously, <laughs> obviously, we thought that, uh, Katie and I just kept looking at each other because there was a man in the back and we genuinely thought he was like dying and we were really scared and Katie went up and jacked on him and everything because he was just making these noises like the whole time. Hmm. Like, like, uh, uh, maybe it's just, 
then one time you just went, huh? <laughs> and that's when Kaylee went. <laughs> there was a, that's when Kaylee went back. When but. I was in uh, when I was in Greensboro, there was a um, every I would go to this movie theater like I guess the pre preview shows on Thursdays, uh, and there would always be this like middle aged black guy who would go sit at the very front, get a huge drink, huge pop, uh, thing of popcorn. And 20 minutes in, no matter what the movie was, would be snoring. <laughs> <laughs> every single time. And, like, literally, like, oh literally, like, literally every week, I thought I would, I would get there. Like, it's like Kira. <laughs> yeah, like, I would, get, I would get in there for Steve Jobs or something. Oh, I wish I could go watch that in theaters again. Yeah. Man, that was good. And then um, I was the only one in, in there that I saw this guy come up there. I was like, oh, my God. And he sat at the very front. 20 minutes in, heard snores coming. Yeah. Then next week after that, same thing. Get the manager. Yeah. Tell the manager. Yeah. The manager to kick him out. Well, maybe he just wanted you a place to... You want to kick him out? Well, I don't know. He seemed nice. He's... Maybe... Well, yeah, but, I mean, other people, it's a business. Uh, other people are paying good money to watch yeah, this without Just wake him up. Maybe you should try to tap him yeah. on Well, I did that to somebody on the bus before. I was sitting next to somebody, and it seriously sounded like a logging camp. <laughs> Right? People, no, I'm dead serious. I was sitting towards the front of the bus, and the guy sitting next to me fell asleep from snoring. People in the back of the bus were standing up mm-hmm. to see where all the noise was coming from. Man. And so I wake the gentleman up, and he becomes incredibly belligerent. <laughs> Your life, Braden. I'm not even know. joking. He just, it's <sighs> incredibly belligerent. Really? Yeah. I've, like, never really had anyone be belligerent towards me, just period. I get every every once in a while there's someone at Joe Van Gogh who's like that, but I bet. Yeah. Just throw yeah. some coffee in your face. Well, I don't know. I don't. We don't get belligerent people really at the Chelsea, but they get that super waspy, condescending, yeah, patronizing kind of. Mm. Well, I'm the customer, and I'm always right, so you have to do what I do. If I cow tow and scrape and do what with a cow? Cow tow. K o w t o w. No. Size. Never heard that. That's not ringing no. a bell. Cow tow? Look it up. No. Is that like a... To, to, to bow and scrape and then and, and prostrate oneself. How have I not heard of that? To, to prostrate oneself. <laughs> I haven't heard of that now. Hmm. I will oh, look it up right now. Well, speaking of kind of weird people, so I was at Target the other day uh-huh. buying some clothes uh-huh. and groceries. Uh-huh. And I went up to the changing room and there's this... The, uh, employee there was this middle-aged Asian woman, kind of kind of petite, uh, kind of grayish black hair, seemed very nice. And I went up there. I was like, "Hey, you know, got a few items." She said, "How many?" Because you, you know, for the security, I guess. Do so, you? I just always walk right at, in. At Target. At Target, they, I just walk in. They always ask me. Oh, um, I guess you're suspicious. They say four. <laughs> I said four. She's like, "Let me see," and she like <laughs> grabbed them, and then she started going through them. <laughs> I only got four. <laughs> and then she's like, okay, you can go in. What is this? This woman at Target. Did she work there? Yeah. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, yeah. She had the, the Target shirt and the name tag. I don't remember her name. But um, this a- petite Asian woman who worked at Target, I went up to the changing rooms and I said, hey, you got a few items. How many? Four. Let me oh, see. right. She, okay. And she kind of like grabbed them from my hands and then she took, she said, oh, you got to put your cart way over here, way over here. It's like she like put it like in the middle of the because it's in the women's section. She's put it like in the middle of the section, the section like not just near the door yeah. of the changing rooms. Like should have oh, asked if she wanted to accompany you into the changing. Yeah, room. like seriously, like I had to put it like in the middle of the section. I'm like, 
I've never encountered anything like that in my life. That's very strange. Yeah. Because I've seen that in a few places, but, you know, you go to Target now, nobody even... You just go into the changing room. Yeah, unless you're Henry. Like, get real, lady. I can't go to Target. I spend all my money. Target gets me for some reason. I usually just just get my clothes at the thrift shop. Not Target. What am I talking? Kohl's. I don't don't go to Kohl's. Kohl's. They don't don't bother me. They have nobody attending changing rooms (laughs) at all there. (laughs) Nobody works there. Whenever I go to Target, I I think we've gotten really off... Off topic. Maybe. We've we have K-O-W-T-O-W <laughs> to act in an obsequious manner shows servile deference. So, oh. Uh, also, to touch the foreheads of the ground while kneeling as an act of worship, reference, apology, etc. Uh, especially right. in former Chinese custom. That's, that's the uh, most basically sort of they formal. Basically, to care too much. No. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's to, to, to suck up. To me, that's the character. Servile, servile deference. Okay. Yeah. Now you know. Cool. Now you know, listeners. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, anything else before we get to Orient Express? I'll just interrupt Mr. in the middle. Mr. Bernal. Brand- oh, that's the other thing. I don't know what to do. My best friend Kaylee has this. She doesn't care about movies, really. TV, like nothing. Well, that's her first problem. Right? Yeah. No, she just, she just isn't about it. Okay, she, like, is interested, but she's pretty average about the whole uh-huh. thing. But she has this weird obsession with Kenneth Branagh. He's the only person like that to her. And Why? it's the weirdest thing. Why? I don't know. She doesn't know either. She what, just loves him. What does your shirt say? It's a killer shirt my mom got. Oh, nice. God, I sound so lame. <laughs> <laughs> nice, I like it. That's what I was thinking when I was at Cup of Joy. She was like, it looks like my only friend's my mom. I don't think people would think that. People yeah. go with with their parents. Their to be fair, anytime I step foot in Timberline, at least three different people recognize me. Oh yeah, and there, love me. There was a woman there at the Chelsea who was like, <laughs> "Is that Chloe Strauss?" Yeah. <laughs> it was... And it had happened just before at Cup of Joe too. Yeah, that's what happens when you live in a small town. Yeah, go figure. Well, Timberline is its own little niche. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've never seen her in Timberline before. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Your mother. or... The, no. This woman. My no. mom didn't. <laughs> my mom didn't see me go. Was that Chloe's child? <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. No, she's this lady. <laughs> I'd be like a really obnoxious mother. Is that my <laughs> daughter? Is that Chloe's child? <laughs> my daughter? <laughs> You're a Timberline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. All right. Schweik, get on to murder. Sure. Yeah. All righty. Murder and mayhem. So uh, let's move on, get to some reviews. First one is Murder on the Orient Express. And we have a clip for this one, so take a listen. I know your moustache. From the papers. You're the detective, Hercules Poirot? Hercule Poirot, I do not slay the lions, <clears throat> mademoiselle. Mary Debenham, monsieur. I'll forget a name, but never a face. Not yours, anyway. You come from Baghdad? It's true. No detail escapes his notice. Your ticket? Ah. I might also ask you if you enjoyed your time there as a governess. The chalk on your sleeve and the geography of primer. A governess or a cartographer. <laughs> I made my gamble. I always begin them with geography and monster them till they have the world down cold. They may get lost in life. But I'll be damned if they don't know where they are. 
So, Murder on the Orient Express is directed by Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. <laughs> Keep going. What do you What do you say, Brayden? Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. I just call him <laughs> Professor Lockhart. It's Vincent Van Gogh. It's Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> there we go. And it stars. Uh, Oof. The list goes on uh, forever. Yeah. Stars stars Mr. Branagh. Uh. uh Michelle Pfeiffer, Penelope Cruz, Willem Dafoe, Johnny Depp, Daisy, Daisy Ridley, Ridley Joseph, uh, Joseph, Josh Gad, Josh, oh God, Olivia Coleman, my hero in life. Who's that? Olivia Coleman. She's the German. She's, the, she's Judy Dench's buddy. Yeah, she plays oh. the. Oh yeah, the the maid servant. I'm obsessed right. with Dench. her. Oh. And then Judy Dench as well. Uh, that other dude I've never seen before in uh, the cast of all the Leslie, people. Leslie Odom Jr. Is that the doctor? I think so. Yeah. And anyways, the plot synopsis is a lavish train ride unfolds into a stylish... You left out Johnny Depp. No, I said Johnny Depp. <laughs> and I would never leave without him. Into a stylish and suspenseful mystery from the novel by Agatha Christie, Murder on the Orient Express tells of 13 stranded... <laughs> 13 stranded strangers and one man's race to solve the puzzle before their murderer strikes again. So, what did y'all think of? Loved it. Loved every single second of it. Eesh. I disagree. I didn't love it. It was it was a pleasant way to while away a couple hours in the afternoon. I mean, that's all that was, though. I mean, that's pretty much... I, there's... This is going to be my shortest review ever. I really have nothing to say about it. Yeah. For real? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's... There's nothing, like, offensively wrong with it. I just found no. it to be really bland. It's, really? It's a well-crafted piece of fluff. Are you yeah. kidding me? But the thing is, I actually don't know, because, like, I actually thought a lot of the direction was a little weird. <gasps> I love really? his direction. Because, like, the, like, I like the shots, you know, the, the overhead right. shots from mm-hmm. the... Which I liked, you know, as it, they're looking down at the crime scenes, but at times it just felt like... What what are we getting from this? It's just another here. We need to keep this interesting, so let's. They're do it on from a train. Over. He's trying to. He's yeah, but they would go on for respect. like a really long time. They would come back to it, and then it would not be that way in other <sighs> scenes in the same types of scenes. Mm-mm. Well, I and think then, that's not true. When they're in the hallway, if you're looking down the whole hallway, right, or from above. There were some yeah, yeah. camera things that he did that I think were intentional <clears throat> in order to sort of misdirect the viewer's attention mm-hmm. so it was kind of like the, the whole film was in a sense kind of a, a magic trick so that you it was dope missed or were led away from clues yeah especially since have you guys seen the have you read the book or seen the original one no, no. I, I kind of want to see the original one yeah I did too just cool. to, to I like this better did you? <clears throat> yeah okay. I really liked it I well, think you guys I, are I not know. giving it enough credit I know, I know. Well, I thought it was, I thought it was fine, but I mean, ultimately, it's just, it's just a fun piece of fluff. It's a good. But I don't think it's fluff. It has really strong. I think it, I think it nicely decorated really important, strong themes. But I and it was strong characters and good stuff. I I felt for real. I felt like it. It didn't balance the characters well. I felt like it. It jumped around constantly. Well, that was my problem. Is you have this cast, this ensemble cast of really spectacular actors and actresses. And you never really got to see any of them really do anything. Stretch their legs. It's just kind you of know, show their chops. Yeah, but what different? 
It, it's just other than of, other than Kenneth Branagh, who I did quite like as as Poirot. I know. I yeah. was really I mean, nervous was, about that. He did a great job. Mm-hmm. Johnny Depp was in it very shortly. I, I liked Defoe, him. You know, you get your one five minute conversation with Willem Dafoe, and then that's it. You get a little tiny bit of Judy Dench, and then that's it. But I mean, I guess. And I don't think there's anything wrong. I guess with that. maybe that's the material that I'm, he's working. I mean, there's with. nothing like it's not like it's done horribly. It's just that there's not it's there's nothing that that. That, that, oh my gosh. that is that memorable about I it. I firmly disagree. I'm like, shocked. I mean, I just, and also I found a lot of the, the scenes outside, these discussions were like really done poorly in terms of direction. Like they looked. Like, what? Like there's a scene where Daisy Ridley and Kenneth. Yeah, I loved it. Are, it, it looks so fake. No, it doesn't. Yeah, the, the lighting and the, the direction. I don't think it, it, it looks fake. I they're, think it and they're, really they're good. sitting at a table in a, in a mountain range. Yeah. In the dead of winter. Yes, and they can That's just. The, there's no. There's no. I want wind, you to there's no, pause and think back to, red, to the movies of the early forties. This is in that spirit. But I don't think it's aware of it, that it is. Yeah, it is. It's Murder on the Orient Express. It's based on an Agatha Christie novel. I don't. I don't doubt that, but it's uh, in terms of how it is presented. It's a classic, and it, I, I agree. It's like, did you see Cinderella? His yeah, Cinderella? which I actually really liked. Yeah, it's the same kind of thing. He respects what he's working with. He makes it beautiful in its own little world, I think. And it's a story. It's a good, strong story. And I think this one really did have... And he respected the characters. Like, with Poirot, it's easy to... Like, Poirot has, like, a lot of obsessive-compulsive tendencies. Uh-huh. And he respected it. He didn't um, exploit it. He made yeah. it kind of make him stronger. He didn't make it his whole being, though. It just influenced him in an interesting way. And it gave you perspective into it. And it, I don't want to spoil anything, but, like... All the characters, it's the same way. They each have their little things. They're not exploited, and they're revealed, and they make well, sense. One issue I had was, like, tonally, it was a mess. Like, it starts, like, the first 15 minutes were, they're in Jerusalem, I believe. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very goofy. It's incredibly goofy. And then they're the rest... Well, I wouldn't say introducing... it's goofy, but, but, I mean, there is, there's definitely some humor. But there's humor but throughout no, the whole thing. No, but then there are times, especially towards the end, where it gets really serious. Yeah. And then yeah. the humor goes away, it's... And then it comes back. I don't think so. When does it come back? Well, to be fair, some of the things, like, you'll reference if you're familiar with Paro... I mean, there were references to Poirot that were cute yeah. and like. Which I mean, I like the the nods made the you laugh. Poirot series from is it like the seventies, eighties? The it's like the late eighties, nineties. Yeah, David I, I really like that. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, I respect the source material material a lot. It's just that I found this to be like there's nothing that impressive. Man, I wholly disagree. I mean, I really like Johnny Depp for the part that he was in. I thought the dialogue was clever. And it all made sense, and it fit together really well. Mm. Like I said, they respected everybody. And it dealt with a lot of important themes. I think it just covered... That's what I think really understated is kind of one of the most successful things a movie can accomplish, is to have really important undertones covered in like a, you know, beautiful cinematic experience. That That is that does feel kind of fun yeah. or fluffy or whatever you're saying. Because also, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, well, but like... Someone gets murdered, right? Yeah. Obviously. So somebody murdered somebody. That's mm-hmm. how that works. So, and they... Don't a lot of themes, I think, are relevant right now. Like, a lot of movies, you shoot... You know, they just shoot a million people and nothing happens, right? Mm-hmm. This actually explores... It does a better job of that, I think. Yeah. What this... 
It's very human condition. I love me a human condition movie. This is as human condition as it gets. Well, it it sort of gets to the underlying psychological motivations, influences, factors. I don't know what you would call necessarily. And ramifications. There's of of sort of this crime of passion that happens. There's loads of. I just think it's yeah. Gosh. I mean, I but it it. It it takes a while to get to that point, and it doesn't. That wraps uh, that whole that whole aspect of the film occurs in sort of a five to eight minute span at the very end of the film. Well, which before about, that, it's mostly I, sort of procedural, looking for clues, interviewing the suspects. But that's Poirot, though. That's what ha- that's but what you get. One issue with Poirot. I mean, I'm not like a Poirot expert, but like, I mean, he's very. He's like you know the world's best detective. Blah blah blah. They don't like. Well, and then there's this, the scenes where he's doubting himself. There's really not much of him, like, kind of getting the clues or kind of, or seeing why this is so much different from all these other cases there that he solved so. Are you in, kidding? in an instant. It's, what? I thought it was kind of... He goes through his own little... Okay, so this movie, it's not like... It's a mystery, obviously, right? But it's like a kitschy one, you know? Yeah. It's about Poirot. It's about the character. He goes on an extreme journey. He has a lot of struggles and battles, whatever. Like, we know he's a great detective, whatever. That's that's... not the important part, because that's in every movie. Every person in every movie is a genius, because they're a character in this constructed, contrived world where they can be a genius, right? So I appreciated that that wasn't the important part. It was about his... It was deeper than that. It was about him understanding. Well, that was the interesting thing to me is is at the at the end of the film, I, I, no spoilers here, but he's he's forced to confront a situation, which that's not black and white. Yeah, well, that's the thing is he's forced to confront a situation which turns his entire worldview on its head, his entire yeah. sort of belief system on its head, and he's forced to either go with sort of, uh, I guess, a sort of more objective concepts of right and wrong, or his personal concepts of right and wrong, or, Well, he's know, used to, he requires, like, balance and everything, right? And right. this is not clear This is cut. not a balance. Mm-hmm. So he's growing. Justice is not easily meted out here. Yeah, right. exactly. And it makes him take a, he also grapples with, like, responsibility, which I understand. Like, I think about it, not in a weird way, but I think about it a lot, like, with people... Or what's that Spider-Man thing? Is it Spider-Man? With great, with great power, great power comes, comes great responsibility. responsibility. Like, he just wants to rest, you know? Uh-huh. But he can't. He just has to... Well, I to. mean, I, I did... I. It's a conscience thing. I agree with... I mean, I like the dilemma he... At the end, with what he says, you have to do this, or this yeah. will happen. But up to that point, there, there's not that much right. character he grapples dilemmas. with the whole... No, it's, it's dr- I mean, really it's just mostly procedural. He's interviewing people. It's really just trying to figure out: Are you lying or are you not? Yeah. Well, yeah, but me. we're watching him. We're not watching so much everybody else. Right. It's a black. That's what I'm saying. It's not like it's a murder well, mystery, but I think it's really character driven. But it's Poirot. You're just watching Poirot. It's not like all of like it's not like Clue or whatever. Like you're focusing on him, which I think is really unique because usually the detective, or whatever, is just a uh, tool, like a little telescope to guide you through the like interesting twists and turns of a movie right but this is different you're focusing on a really interesting character which is also why i think the beginning was so important like you said totally it changed 
you have to become familiar, especially since Paul has been done so many times by so many different people in mm -hmm. so many different media and forms. You have to get to know this one, which I, I thought I was really important. So I think that's why they had that long beginning set up. And it wrapped around to show that this is his whole life. Like, it came full circle. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he well, was me, doing something, he wanted to do something else, and he was doing something else. Let me put it this way. Blade Runner 2049. You watch that, and it's got... You know, you're following Ryan Gosling's character throughout the whole thing. And there's sort of police procedural stuff. He's looking for Rick Deckard and all this kind of thing. But the themes about sort of free will and the soul and humanity and what it means to be alive, a conscious, self-aware, conscious being, um, that's sort of peppered throughout. Right. And with Murder on the Orient Express... It seems like that really, all that stuff really comes to a head and then wraps up within that last interview process with the whole cast of I suspects. I don't think so. Think but, about his interaction well, with Johnny Depp, though, for instance. Well, the, the, the thing about it is that was actually, that, that, was, that was a very good scene. That was probably my favorite scene in the film. Yeah, I really Because that that's where it slowed down. It actually felt like it was discussing interesting things. But then, because yeah. before that, the editing would just go... Bam, 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 to all yeah. these different characters and all the well, different elements of the plot. The thing about Murder on the Ex Orient Express is, is he may have been trying to remain <coughs> somewhat true to the source material. Yeah, And all those uh, deeper themes don't really surface until really at the very end. He did more of that than is in the books. Hmm. The, the deep meaning yeah. stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, then that, I mean... Is it necessary to really throw so much weight into the film, particularly yes. in, in such a condensed period of time? I don't think it was condensed. I think it was leading up to it because he was already struggling with what he did. He was tired. He didn't. He was sick of it, right? Mm -hmm. And this gave him new light as to why he does matter, like why he did need to keep going with this. You know, mm -hmm. he can grow, and he's not just whatever. I really liked, it. and I do like when there's weight in movies, and I think that this is more. I prefer movies like this. I think it's more relevant than, like, Blade Runner and more difficult to accomplish thematically. Like, yeah, everyone's existential and questioning life and blah, 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 right? But this deals with a lot of things that are, rel like, that are relative to all of our lives. Like, I'm sure we all have resentment. We all are confused about right and wrong. Sometimes, like, what mm. we should... You know, there's... I don't know how to explain it well, but there's a lot. I mean, I agree relevant. that there are a few things that are interesting, but feels so over the top at times that it's hard to well, take any of it seriously. Well, the whole movie's over the top. Yeah, that's what but, makes it, I say this all the time. But that's, that's what, what makes, makes it accessible. Sure, yeah, but that also that's what makes some of the themes not very interesting or or uh, grounded because it feels very goofy at times. I don't think it feels goofy. I think you have to... You have It's like suspended disbelief. I mean, there, I mean, you have there, to thrust yourself into the world in which the movie takes place. I mean, there are definitely moments that I feel like I was really into it and I felt like there was a way, but then a lot of the rest of the time it would just feel like kind of what Brayden said, like a fluff piece almost. Not that well, it was bad. It's just no, that, I thought it was really well done. It's it's just that, that, you know, I watched the film and then, you know, okay, five minutes of, of heavy, heavy sort of postulating on philosophy and right and wrong and all this kind of... And then I, I walk out of the theater and a couple hours later it was... What did I watch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, really? I've, I've completely forgotten. I thought about it and it made me cry. I've completely forgotten, like, everything already. Yeah. Well, again, uh, if, for me, the biggest the biggest crime with the film, 
biggest problem with the film was you, you have this really spectacular ensemble cast, but other than this conversation with Johnny Depp, which I thought was actually spectacularly done, his conversations, his, his little interludes with the rest of the characters seem so brief and so yeah. sort of... Oh, I think they were all solid. Michelle Pfeiffer had... The performances did. were great. Well, no, I'm not Michelle questioning Pfeiffer that. Michelle Pfeiffer had a great they, role and she did an amazing job. See, yeah, she too. did. I, I, they wait. all did. But, but you see them in such... You don't see them together. It's all little like Kenneth Branagh in Person X, Kenneth Branagh in Person Y. And, yeah. and those, those little interludes are so brief. <laughs> They, that again, you don't really get to see these people fill out the characters to the extent. Yeah, because then that like they when, really can't. Well, you when Judy, can't. like when Judy Dench, they interview the Judy Dench, then she's gone for the rest. Like right, exactly. She's gone for Thirty minutes. And you then, see her stalking around with. Her, I forget and, why you know, they were talking to her in the first place. But yeah. besides her just being a, a regular suspect. Well, it's kind of the point. You're in the same boat as him. Right, but I mean, I feel like they're and they. I just they forego like any kind of relationships and they just jump from one to another they don't i don't i don't want to my justification might like spoil things but like well i'll put it this way they're all dealing we're with paro right Mm -hmm. like he's in every scene of the movie we're with him right so and they all know he's a detective they know that they're all suspects for murder because they're in the same train car whatever right Mm -hmm. so they're distanced from him so they're going to be distant from us, right? They they don't want to be murder suspects. And then when each of them has a time, which I think they all do, they all have a time to kind of come forward and do their thing, all the actors do. They accomplish what they need to in a very small amount of time. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think, why it's important that they're such good actors. Mm-hmm. Like, if you really think about it, they all have their moment. Disley really has their moment. Penelope Cruz has her moment. They all do. I, I, I don't disagree that they don't have their moments, but it's so far and few between that it's just not that yeah. interesting or memorable. Like, I, for, yeah. I forget what Daisy Ridley's point was, and then I forget what the Judy Dench's point was. You don't, and then... you don't really become invested in, the, in those characters, other than Poirot, and other than uh, Ratchet, Johnny Depp's character. You, because Ratchet has a, you know, he, there's fear, there's very sort of intense something to that character and you see johnny even though he's in it for a very short period of time there's you see how johnny depp is really invested in his character and you see how the character is pivotal to the whole thing and so even uh, even later in the film when he's not even really present he's still he's left a mark on it whereas it seems like the other characters even though they're still there they're still going about their business and this you've got this murder mystery unfolding and they're they're key you know, you, you just see, you see Judy Dench, you, you see her talk a little bit, and then she's gone, and it's immediately on to the next character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but would you so feel the same not... way if it wasn't Judy Dench? If it was just, like, someone you hadn't seen before? I mean, I mean, the cast makes it, like, m- much more watchable, but they don't, they don't have enough to do to save it from being, or to elevate it to a point of being, like, incredibly okay. resonant. In response to your question. Yes and no. And let me let me let me clarify that. Would I have I may not have had the same expectations with regard to how the actors would fill out those characters. But if they were on screen, if they did a good job and again actors per acting at that that level I would assume that they they're able to choose actors who, yeah. who know what they're doing. And 
so I may not have had, oh, Judy Dench, this is going to be awesome. And then five minutes later, wait, she's gone. She's done already. So it may not have had been the same with regard to the expectations of what those, you know, in wanting more, because I know that the actors and actresses could do more. But if they're in that role, if, if random character actor, whoever, is in that role for such a short period of time, um, does a spectacular job, and then I don't get any more of it, I, could, I, I would think, you know, well, that's a shame. I was, you know, really starting to become invested in that character. I really wish there had been more screen time for that character, even though I don't know necessarily know the actor and know that the actor could do more with it. Mm -hmm. uh, the character was on screen so briefly that it's just sort of, oh, now move on to the next one. Uh, so it's just, it's, it's too brief. You don't get enough. And I, I think, again, I don't know that that's, I don't know where the blame for that lies. It might be, in fact, the source material. I haven't read Murder on the Orient Express. So well, maybe. Also, it's, it's a book, so it's going to be yeah. more detailed, which it is. And obviously translating that into a film, you've got a much shorter time frame. Yeah. And so I, it just seems, again, I don't know. Fundamentally, with this problem, I don't know where the blame lies. The fact that you're translating the book itself, translating the book into a film, if it was an intentional directorial choice by Branagh, I don't know. But well, it also just... is fundamentally, fundamentally interwoven into the plot without saying more. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't get to know the characters that well. Yeah, because then it it's might uncover too yeah, much exactly. to... Right? Mm -hmm. Which again the works with their character, so it's not like a cop out. Like they, like the people on the train, want to distance themselves from Poirot, which is who you're with. Right. And if you weren't with him, then it'd be stupid because I like I hate it, Columbo style, when you know more than the person you're with the whole show. Mm -hmm. It's not like you can yell to him and tell him what's going on. So right. I, I don't. Think mm -hmm. Well, <clears throat> although we're talking about the performances. I really liked everyone. I did not like Michelle Pfeiffer. I thought she was terrible. Really? I thought, I yeah. Thought she was, she super was just good. Like, everything was over the top, but she was, like, to the point of being so over the top that it was just, it felt so fake. Well, and, I'll just say. I'll and just I don't say, know why, because I really like Michelle Pfeiffer, but for some reason she again, did not. All I say is it's interwoven. I think it's. I think that was me, a choice on her part, again, yeah, because I agree. of the, 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 not the resolution of the whole thing. Yeah, she, I agree. She changes drastically. Right. It just. It, like, throughout the film, I just could not get invested in anything she was mm -hmm. doing. I don't know why. But, I mean, like, everyone else I thought was good. I thought, she, I thought she was really good. The one, the, the one that, uh, I quite like Johnny Depp, actually, which yeah. I'm not a huge Johnny Depp fan, but I, I did like him in this role, even though it was a very brief appearance. Mm -hmm. And the other one that, that I thought was actually standout was the, the actor playing the Doctor, Dr. Abbott, yeah. or yeah. Abood, or... Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was good. Quite good. Yeah. He's the only one I don't. I don't know who he is. Yeah, is that Leslie Odom yeah. Jr.? Yeah, that was the. Okay, uh, I don't know. I his name sounds vaguely familiar, but I don't know if I've seen him in anything. But I, I thought he was really good. In, yeah. In this, mm -hmm. I thought they were all good. I mean, yeah, I Josh thought they Gatt's were all good. Not my fave. I, I didn't. I didn't find him terribly offensive in this. I didn't either, but I think that could have been a stronger role with somebody else. Who? Josh Gad. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm not a Josh Gad. I don't think. I don't think he was bad in it, but he just. I. I, I don't. I'm I want the guy. I want the guy from Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find That Find Them to be re, 
to replace Josh Gad and everything. Oh, the guy that guy? Jacob, right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just pop him in everywhere we were putting Josh Gad. Right. Thank you so much. That'd be fine. I thought it was good. I don't know. You guys... I mean... You guys. I mean, it's just... It's the nature of the beast, too. Like, that's why people love it. Like, Miss Marple, another Agatha Christie character, like, an old lady is not going to be around literally 200 people who get murdered. I mean, I mean, it's not that I don't like... I like the source material a lot. It's just I felt like Kenneth Branagh's execution of it was not that interesting. I totally disagree. The scene in the tunnel, the end bit there, that was so cool. It was, I loved the way they did it with the avalanche and everything. Or the, uh, whatever the snow. I thought it was so good. Mm. I know, I felt a lot of the outside, the exterior shots were not, did not look good. But, go figure. <laughs> but, yeah. Fucking, uh, leaf blower guy out there. Jesus. Yeah. Sorry if you're picking any of that up, listeners. Oh, well. Yeah. He's just, he can't help it. I know. Bless his, bless his heart. Just doing his job. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, anything else about Orient Express? Anything? I don't know. That's an interesting name. Apparently, the <laughs> it is Leslie Odom Jr. and apparently the the character's name is Doctor Arbuthnot. Arbuthnot. That's a weird Nailed name. It. A-R-B-U-T-H-N-O-T. Arbutno? Arbutn... I don't know. Is it French? Is it? Is it something <laughs> else? I don't know. I don't know. Very weird. Well, do y'all like... Um... Derek Jacoby. Nobody mentioned Derek Jacoby. I love him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah. love Derek Jacoby. He is quite good, yeah. <laughs> Poor thing. He got just left out. I know, right? He's been around the longest, and nobody mm. mentioned him. Apparently the guy who played the Count actually is a dancer. Yeah. Oh. Weird. Interesting. He looks like a dancer. He should play Rudolph and Ray if I'd watch that movie. Over I, Tanya. <laughs> I'd watch one about Rudolph and Ray. Mm. I think it's I, Tonya. <laughs> Ta- huh? I'm kidding. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Missed it. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, anything else? I liked it. <laughs> Alright. Brain, anything else? No, I mean, I've, 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 said, I've said actually considerably more than I was expecting to say about it, so. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right, well, Chloe out of five. Do me last, I have to think. Brain? Uh, three. I give it a three. I'll go two and a half. It was, I was at three at first, but Mike might go two and a half now. Chloe? It got worse? Yeah, it's just, it's, I've completely forgotten everything about it. Well, like, whose fault is that, Henry? Well, my memory is terrible, so me. <laughs> yeah. But, nature of the beast. Sorry. I'm going to give it, uh, just a, an actual five stars. Oof. That's... You haven't given a five for a while. That's a gutsy move. Yeah. That's a gutsy move. Cool, though. It's really cool. Five and a half, actually. I'm going to give the okay. half Henry took away. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, we can, uh, with that wrapped up, we can move on to our retro review of... Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer, thank you. And <laughs> we have memory cl- is terrible. <laughs> we have a clip for this one, too. Let's take a listen. What? What? 
your filthy ingrates. You people who were in love with the benevolent Wilfred would have frozen solid 18 years ago today. You people who have suckled the generous titty of Wilfred ever since for food and shelter. And now, in front of our hallowed water supply section, no less, you repay his kindness with violent hooliganism. You scum. Precisely 74% of you shall die. So it looks like the leaf blower man has uh, ended his time around here. <laughs> Temporarily. Is his until, duties, until next week. His duties are done for right now. It looks uh, that way. So, anyways, Snowpiercer uh, was released in 2013. And... Uh, All-star cast again. Uh, uh, directed by Bong Joon-ho. And stars Chris Evans, Ed Harris, John Hurt, Tota Swinton, Jamie Bell, Octavia Spencer... Uh, uh, Song Kang Ho. That's about it. Al Allison Pill. Yeah. Yeah, Allison Pill. What's her deal? I'm not crazy about her. She's like a, she's a pill man. She's famous, she? but she's not. She's the teacher. She's just in loads oh, of. She's really blonde. confusing to yeah. me as a per as a human being mm. professionally. Yeah. Okay. You know. Mm. Well, there's there's a small I feel like can group I read the, of. Can I read the plot synopsis first? If you want. <laughs> so the IMDb plot synopsis is set in a future where a failed climate change experiment kills all life on the planet, except for a lucky few who boarded the Snowpiercer, a train that travels around the globe where a class system emerges. Continue, Chloe. I just don't get her because she's famous, but also not. Like Anne from Arrested Development. The blonde? The daughter? No. The George Michael's girlfriend. Oh. Egg. She's famous, but she's also not famous. It's just this weird little cluster of people. I don't know. Like Alison Pill. She's a pill. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, this one, so this one had a bit of uh, controversy around its release. Well, Did it's it? actually a Weinstein release, unfortunate. Yeah, that's the thing I was going to say is, is, is I, I rented the film the other night. And was sat down to watch it, and then the Weinstein logo came up, and I went, uh... Well, he didn't get money from you watching it, so... Yeah. But the thing... So, uh, <laughs> apparently, Weinstein, uh, the Harvey Weinstein, you know, mm -hmm. uh, he wanted Bong Joon-ho to cut the film down for a U.S. Oh, theatrical right. release, yeah. and he wouldn't do it, and so he, he made it so, uh... It would only be re released in a few theaters and then on demand. What a and so, crap. Uh, it had a very small release and no one really... For real? I saw I saw theaters three times at three different really? theaters. Yeah. I know. Really? I know. When, it, when it came out, I heard nothing about it. Yeah, really? I heard nothing about it. I was it. so looking forward to it. I think... I saw it on demand. Like we were going to pick it up at the Chelsea, yeah. but the owner knew that it absolutely would not fly there, which That's it would not very happen. True. It it's very violent. Nothing. It's yeah. very violent, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately we didn't pick it up at the Chelsea, but I didn't know that it was going to play anywhere in the Can area. Can I ask you a question that's really off topic? Yeah. Are you guys going to play Call Me By Your Name? 
I don't know. Look at our website. And I, I mean, like, go look at it right now. It's, it's, it's not, not, up not there on yet. the website. No, but go read our website right now. I did. Have you? Yeah. Uh, did, you, did you look at the whole thing? Yeah. When when was it you looked there at last? No, I think I know what we're talking about, but I didn't know when that was taking it. I didn't. I don't know how it works. <laughs> you talked about the. You talked about the announcement, right? Yeah. What announcement? Go look at our website. Oh shit. Anyway, <laughs> all right. Never mind. <laughs> Local gossip here. Oh <laughs> uh, no! I saw it in three different theaters. I didn't know it was playing anywhere in the area. Yeah. There was... I saw it at the Carolina Theater. The one fellow who, who, who suggested it to me back when it was in release, Yeah. I asked him where I should go see it, and he said, I don't know, I just illegally download everything. I like that. <laughs> I'm not doing that, so... Uh-uh. No, I saw it at the Carolina... Th- no, I'm I'm wrong. I saw it at the Carolina Theater twice, and then I saw, oh, it, man. And I saw it at school. Brandon, I didn't know that was going on. Yep. Huh. Interesting. All right. Okay. Well. <laughs> All the international listeners will be really interested in what's going on right here. So, anyways, what were y'all talking about while I was reading that? Uh, that I saw at the Carolina Theater twice and I saw it at school. Oh, okay. No, yeah. I was well, really excited for I, it I saw for a it, long time. I saw it twice on demand. But, yeah, it. I didn't hear anything about it when it came out. So, anyways, I mean, but it seems like it's already been... Completely forgotten by a lot of people. So. Not me. I've watched it like probably 20 times. I've seen it a good few times as well. Yeah. It's uh, just beautifully done. Yeah. And... But, but Bryn, you hadn't seen this going in, so what did you think? Snowpiercer? Right. I liked it. I mean, com- in comparison to Okja, I-, I felt this one was thematically, tonally, whatever you want to say, a more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, it- it's still... Kind of strange because again, it's it's all the films are kind of like watching live action adaptations of yeah, animated cool. Japanese series. Yeah, I mean, because this is a French graphic novel. Series, yeah, I yeah, yeah. But you could easily see this having been created in Japan mm-hmm. and done as a serialized uh, animated series, mm-hmm. and um, I mean, just just the weird little touches. Uh, again, that sort of took you out of the whole thing, but uh, the guy who makes the protein bars, for instance, mm-hmm. Paul, mm-hmm. it was just like, hey man, <laughs> trip, man. So it's got this like weird California surfer kind of acid trip. You sounded kind of like Lou Reed just then, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> he says something like every song is, hey man, all right, continue, sorry, like literally every song. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, but uh, <laughs> there were little touches like that that sort of took you out of it. And and Allison Pill, speaking of Allison Pill, yeah, uh, that character was just the, the 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 interlude in the little classroom was just really bizarre and surreal. And again, uh, sort and of also took you out very of it. real. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I yeah. I I get the whole point to it. This is this whole sort of weird cult right. cult of Wilford and so forth. Was it heavy-handed um, to you? It was pretty heavy-handed. Some of the, a lot of the stuff in that was was very heavy-handed. Yeah. But I'm getting the sense that this is a theme with Bong Joon Ho. Is he he tackles these really interesting, really difficult subjects, which I applaud him for. Um, 
I and, think you he, know he just I, does it in kind of a pulpy way. He does it in a very pulpy way, and I think he's a little self aware. Oh, for his, sure. Of yeah. his pulpiness, unlike which is why. Man. Well, unlike Suburbicon, which we did, <laughs> did just a week or two ago, yeah. which was I'm sorry, it was a train wreck. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, oh, uh, boom. Yeah, another another zinger for Brady. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Triggered Chloe. <laughs> Chloe's having a moment, people. Chloe's having a fit. <laughs> I get the giggles. It's fine. But uh, I never noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> but George Clooney got help him. He was trying to tackle, I think, a meaningful and and very important topic, very timely topic. But he did it in a very sort of ham-fisted way. He took the Coen Brothers script and he just grafted a bunch of stuff onto it. And it also was, just it naive. Yeah. So naive. I'm not going to say ignorant because he cared, you know. Yeah. He was tr- but just naive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it just seemed, it, it didn't it didn't work very well. Bong Joon-ho's, he's very sort of heavy-handed, but I think he understands that he's being But he's heavy-handed with his own brush. Like and, it's, yeah. It's, and he's... Well said. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> well, again, uh, it, it's... I don't know. Did he write this? Yeah. He, he, he co-wrote it. And yeah. he wrote co-wrote Okja as well? Correct. Okay. So, I guess he's working... Rather than taking somebody else's script and trying to graft stuff onto it, the way mm-hmm. Clooney did, he's he's building these things up from start. And it's... I think he is very much self-aware of the pulpiness, and he enjoys using... Yeah, for sure. ...some of that strangeness in order to convey uh, whatever messages he's trying to convey. And I think he does a, a very good job in doing that with Snowpiercer. That being said, there were a few little interludes that were kind of what? Uh, the classroom I was strange, it. but I got the classroom. Train car to train car. I thought it was so cool. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's yeah. the whole world. Yeah. It's crazy. It was the whole the, the, yeah. the train, this yeah. little microcosm. Yeah, it's just nuts. But what again, it was, it was Paul. Just, just the, the the cockroach protein bar guy. Oh, uh, I didn't understand. Well, what... he's probably gone crazy. He's by himself, or God yeah. knows. Twenty? How long is it? It starts in two thousand fourteen. They, they were on the train for seventeen years. Seventeen years, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's a and long time to be making. Apparently, he's been in isolation. How is he? Popsicles. Well, how is he in isolation for that many years? Because don't the security guys have to pass through all the no, time? No, Wilfred controls the doors. Oh, yeah, but then through. they'd have to pass through his compartment his 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 car to get to the tail end well yeah they don't have to talk to him they also might their message might also just be security people on either side like it's not like there's the same two dudes walking back and forth i got the impression it was the same two dudes walking back and forth <laughs> i don't but... think so i don't know <laughs> but i mean it's i mean i like the bar paul how'd you like <laughs> i i like Bong Junho style a lot, and see, this is a film that I think uses a train much better than the Orient Express. Like it, just in terms of visuals, mm-hmm. even though it's grimy and silo all the well, time, it's, it's beautifully done. Oh, it's oh, beautifully shot, oh, very well directed. I mean, especially, especially, that's why I saw it in theaters the three times. I was look. See, I'm kind of different. I preferred the. Which Sabrina? Well, when you get to the front, the front carriages, right, and the whole. Aquarium ecosphere oh my thing, God. Just in the beautiful. one car, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the 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 architecture and some of those other weird little cars that they pass through. Yeah. 
like the sauna car yeah. and the spa car. And the, and oh, the dang, I forgot about that scene. That was so cars, dope. Right? Man, oh, man. Those, yeah. And obviously, they're intended to show this, this ridiculous, lavish lifestyle. I mean, you've got the tail end of the train. You've got people crammed. I mean, crammed into just yeah. a couple cars. Nowhere to move, barely any space yeah. to breathe. I mean, it's, it's well, it's pretty as class miserable. division as it gets, and it get like yeah. we've seen it time and time again. It was really very. It was like the most popular kind of um, serious theme at the time. I think like there were mm-hmm. like Elysium came out of that time, mm-hmm. like yeah. all sorts of movies. So it's weird to me how that works. I don't understand. Yeah. And then there, like after that, it was like space movies were the thing. Who knows? But yeah, I think this one did it better than most others. I would agree. And the lighting in this movie is just the so lighting is very beautiful. Good. Yeah. yeah. I, I do Man. like, uh, that was one of the things I did like about Okja was uh, his cinematography. I don't know yeah. who his cinematographer beautiful. is, but the direction, the cinematography, how things are shot, how things are framed, he does a really spectacular job. And it's that. also clearly intentional, too. Yeah. And and the score is quite good at times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, one thing that's interesting about South Korean, this guy's South Korean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, North Korean. Are you kidding me? No. Would... <laughs> well, Nobody gets in or out of that. North Korean, except for James Franco. <laughs> True. And uh, what's no, the? No, uh, not James Franco. What's the basketball player? Yeah. 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 Um, Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, he's been in now. That's weird. I'm Anyways, not even gonna start on that. <laughs> yeah, we won't go down that road right now. Anyways, what's interesting about South Korean cinema is that it's a lot of it is while it has it there. The directors have their own style. They take a lot, like Western, like cliches and styles, and then or incorporate. Oops, sorry, incorporate it into their own. Uh, yeah, it's neat. That's style. What, that's what all and the best so, directors do. Yeah, and so and that's that's. Clear. But I think in terms of Asian cinema, mm-hmm. they they're kind of do that the most, and that's what's really interesting. Like in something like Old Boy, or yeah, uh, and then in this as well. <laughs> well, it also might just be more obvious. To you, well, because it's well, out of the. I mean, I, who is who is that director? The one that did uh, Old Park, Boy, Stoker, Park Chan, Park Chan Wook. Yeah, and then The Handmaiden, mm. and yeah, I like him a lot. Mm. He's he's I think a spectacular. It's interesting seeing that. The interesting thing about those films too is that Korean directors, they're totally they have no compunctions, no fear of taking Korean stars, Korean actors, and then just smashing them into a film with Western actors. Yeah. No, they have no problem with that. Language barrier, who gives a damn? Yeah. yeah and he, he works that into the film, and I thought mm-hmm. it was kind of interesting. I mean, it was obvious, it was in part sort of a practical thing. Well, I've got this Korean, these Korean actors I want, I definitely want to put in my yeah. film because I'm a Korean director. Yeah. But I want to, if I'm releasing this for an American market, obviously I need to have some Western actors, some American actors, some British actors who are going to be recognizable. And he says, "Well, I'll just, I'll just do it, and I'll write it into the script, and the whole, and it worked really well mm-hmm. because, again, yeah, you know, so cool. The oh train my God, was the whole movie's so cool. Yeah, the, the, there's, there's sort of this multilingual, polyglot, yeah, sort of thing going on with the train, which makes sense because, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's supposed to be a smaller, a microcosm of the entire world. Yeah. So you've got all these people, different nationalities, different races, different, you know, mm-hmm. and so, um." It was fascinating. Just little little touches like that, though, like the yeah, interpreter, so well interpreter things, yeah, that he has, and they hold it up, and it, yeah. they speak, and then it interprets for them, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I thought I thought the little touches like that were were really nifty. Yeah, I think so, it's all, yeah, 
I mean, and I mean, it feels very operatic at times in terms of the style and the direction. Yeah. Like the, mm-hmm. uh, the, I mean, the standout scene for me is the, the train car fight. The big with, end with scene. The, or the no, mask the, people. Oh, the mask. With the, oh. in the tunnel. Yeah, it's it's probably one of those. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Yeah, that was pretty good. It's one it of the so most, much. like, incredible, in terms of just how it's shot, incredible action sequences. Because, yeah. like, there's the, they'll be going through the tunnels, then there's the night vision, the lights going in and out. Yeah. And then even just the, the introduction to the, the masked villains mm. where it's like this kind of, the music kind of swells and then there's just this operatic kind of build up to this fight and that's amazing. Right. That's super brutal. That yeah. fight scene. Like the, with the axes and. Yeah, yeah. It's like the one I can't hit. Well, also them. It the, was pretty rough. I was having the, a hard time watching uh, that myself. Wait, well, it? the weird thing about it is, is it sort of takes you out of it a little bit because it sort of flips to sort of video game. It just yeah. is like this very brutal uh, intense scene of violence and it sort of flips to all this video game stuff and I wasn't yeah. quite sure. That, that that again, that sort of took me out of it. Well, it might hmm. be to show what they're up against, but like I agree with you. Just like the polar, the polarization of yeah, technology well, it's, and everything. But, well, and it, lack thereof, but yeah. I mean, that just, I just felt like it was self-aware. Yeah. But, so I didn't really... It was an intentional choice, but... Was it the right choice? No. Yeah, I yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was the right choice. Mm-hmm. But, like, man, I thought more effective was the uh, Tilda Swin scene with the the dude from Train Spotting. <laughs> the dude <laughs> with, from Did I tell you well? The arm? <clears throat> the yeah. arm? Oh, the arm thing was good. Yeah. At the beginning? Uh, oh, and the shoe and the, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, was good. I mean, was, I, you know, Tilda Swinton was supposed to be a... Pennywise? Dude. No, they had... Oh, John C. Riley. they wanted originally oh. for Tilda Swinton's part. I'm glad it was Tilda Swinton. I'm glad it was Tilda Swinton. Was John C... No, John C. Riley wasn't in Okja. Mm-mm. No. Uh, it's a like, Because I could totally see John C. Riley in Bong Joon-ho yeah. films. I could, well, also yeah. it's funny because um, Jake Gyllenhaal, who was in Okja, auditioned for Chris Evans' part. Oh, really? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Huh. I could I could see him doing it. Yeah, I, I thought too, Chris Evans was but, great. Yeah, well, that's the thing is Chris Evans. I really hope he does more. Chris Evans is like this. a weirdly good actor. Like me, I don't know if he's just gotten roped into because he's like the pretty boy, well, I guess, or whatever. And you take what you can get, but he's made some really good movies. Like Puncture was really good. He was supposed to be pretty decent, gifted. I don't think the film itself was all that spectacular. Oh he yeah, was he was. I liked that movie. I mean, he's, he's, he's a good actor. He needs to do more roles like this. Yeah, he wants. He's to be fine a... as Captain America, but that role is nothing. Well, there was the another film. That he did, that he wrote, I, I think, wrote, directed? Something. Oh, yeah. He uh, wanted to. He something said he, Go? Like that. Yeah. It's, it's that one. He said I don't he know was, if that was supposed to be great, though. He but. said he was well, stopping acting to become a director, but that was a long time ago. See, the thing about it is, is the first film where I saw him and remember him, was it Fantastic Four that Jessica Alba? Yeah, had? he was the fire dude. And then he was Johnny. in, um, he was in Push. Which oh, I really liked that's Push. right. I really liked Push. Mm. Uh, he was really young then. Um, but Fantastic Four, he was just, it, the film was awful and he wasn't very good in it. But then the Captain America role, the first time around, you watch the first Captain America and he's, oh, okay, I mean, he pulls it off. He's, he's Captain America, sure, Steve Rogers. He, he looks the part and, and he does a fairly decent job filling it out. But it's it's strange. You watch him in Civil War, and you watch him particularly in Winter Soldier, and he's actually. I think he's he's a he's a good actor. I think I, I think he's, he's good I think he's quite good as Captain America. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's in Scott Pilgrim. I forgot about that. Oh, that's <laughs> right. He played one of the ex-boyfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, man. That's he funny. was in The Iceman. Did you guys ever see that? Yeah. With Michael Shannon? Yeah. No, I want to see it's that, though. I think it's really good. James Franco, Winona. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it's, it's not amazing. It's but. a lot. It's weird. It's huh. weird. I don't know. I, I don't mind weird. Weird's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, I watch Snowpiercer. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, and then, hey, hey, hey. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's weird. You yeah. can't say it's, it's so not good. weird. Yeah, I mean, um, but getting back, yeah. So, I mean, everyone else in it is great. I like mm-hmm. I like Jamie Bell. I think I think he. I, I think, love Jamie I, Bell I all think, the time. I think Which one was he? He's the younger. He's the BFF. Guy, the, he's the, the younger like, kid. He's the little protege. He's oh, he's kid. Gilliam's. Yeah. Kind of like eccentric a little bit. Man, there's so many he's good no, twists. I mean, he's really. a, he's a little eccentric. Uh huh. Um, Who Jamie Bell? Yeah, I mean he's kind of like uh, like well, kind of energetic fancy. and you yeah. know. Apparently, so. The two, so Gilliam and then Wright, they're named after Joe Wright and Terry Gilliam. Gilliam. Really? Yeah, that's pretty cool. Huh. There you go. Two of my, fi- well, ter- all right. Well, Terry I, Gilliam, I really like Joe he's, Wright. He's Joe Wright. He uh, did. Anna Karenina, Pride and Prejudice. Oh, okay. uh, Atonement. He's dope. Okay. Anna Karenina is like one of the coolest directed movies and, and, ever. And like, he, it's not so good. And but. he's doing uh, Darkest Hour. Yeah. The with the Gary Churchill. Oldman. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. He's, that. he's just so interesting. Yeah. That's why I can't wait. Oh, yeah, he's... Like, Anna... Uh, did you see Anna Karenina? I like Anna Karenina. No. I like Anna Karenina. Oh, my God. The I way don't was... go in for period pieces. Me neither. Well, yeah, I do. That's a lie. But the way, <laughs> the way it was done was just so cool. So innovative. Yeah, Man. Were you talking about the one recently with uh, Karen Knightley? Yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. My idol. We should uh, retro-review that. Yeah. At some point, maybe. It'd be interesting. I'd rather retro-review it, Tony. Oh, well... Oh. The script for that Anna Karenina was written in part by Tom Stopper. Yeah. So yeah. He he always takes a sort of theatrical stage approach to some of that stuff. Yeah. Which is funny, not all this stuff. He wrote, I think he wrote the script for Tulip Fever. Yeah. Recently, or I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, it, no, I can tell you. And I don't mean just here at the table, nobody, I mean, nobody saw it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, well, first of all, the, they pushed it back about 12 times, which made yeah. it just less appealing. Like, I mean, the biggest... what happens. I'll probably watch it at some point just for Alicia Vikander, but, like, I mean, the worst complaint that I've heard about it is that it's just dull. Yeah. Like, there's not, like... It looks Offensively dull. terrible things about it. It's just not that exciting yeah. to watch, you know? Well, it's got which, there are worse things. And they've got Sarah Delavine in it. Yeah, it's got your favorite combo of <laughs> Dane DeHaan and Cara yeah. Delavine. I don't like that. I'm not crazy about Dane DeHaan. I like Cara Delavine and Valerian. That's it. She wasn't great in Suicide Squad. She, I'm, she I'm didn't shocked. say anything in Suicide Squad. Yeah, she did. Really? I thought yeah. she barely had any speaking. I mean, parts. she has, her part isn't big, but she. Yeah. Christoph Waltz. Yeah. Gem of a man. I mean, the cast is good. Zach Galifianakis. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Have <laughs> you seen his show, The Clown Show? Yeah. Uh, oh oh. Yes. Uh, I've I've seen the first season. No, what the hell is that called? Basket. Shake baskets. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, seen, I've seen the first season. I like it a lot. I mean, it's it's quite dark. Like it's yeah. kind of about a very it's depressed very guy. Strange. Isla Fisher went to clown school. <clears throat> really? Mm-hmm. Clown school is no joke. From I idea. know because there's so few of them. Yeah. it's a big deal. It's like vet school. Yeah. yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, back to Snowpiercer. <laughs> back to Snowpiercer. Uh, I mean, I like the. Uh, I guess it's actually in the same axe sequence. The fire, the torch running. That was See, the yeah. only actual light they used. 
really? when they were shooting, well, it was, seems like really. it was it, the torch. It, it, see, it, now it that, seems like it, yeah. That, for, for, for my money, what would have been more dramatic is if, is if they go into the tunnel, mm-hmm. and then you have... Like a minute or two of blackness, and you just hear screams. Yeah, and that's axes what I was thinking too. Just people being maimed. And then you come out, yeah, yeah. And then they run in good. with the torches, and you see the carnage. I yeah. think that would have, rather than flipping to like <coughs> the Buffalo the Bill weird. from yeah, yeah, yeah. Science of the Lambs night vision. See, I actually, I love like where it would be black temporarily, and then it would, you see the night vision, and you see like, you know, a guy being torn apart, and then it cuts to something else and so i actually i mean i agree that would have been interesting but i do like how it was done in this i don't know it just it just again it, it was one of one of those stylistic choices that sort of took you out of it and i think again if you're dealing with with a scene of violence that's that intense flipping it into sort of video game mode but then again it may have been intentional in order to keep a sort of pulpy detached that's, sci-fi that, that's, something that's what i think i mean it. it just felt like a very pulpy kinetic kind of yeah. self-aware choice. Yeah. But, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, it is an action movie, but it's yeah. so yeah. interestingly done, and it tackles huge issues without being really obvious and obnoxious, and, uh, like, I didn't know how it was gonna... I was surprised by the ending, and it was like very it profound, and blah, yeah. blah, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You see, you see a few things coming. Well, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't see everything coming. Though. I didn't, yeah, yeah I didn't see, twists. I didn't see everything coming, but I did see a fair bit of it coming. But that's again, how, that's I, when I found out that Ed Harris has my mom out when we saw that movie. She said, "Oh, he asked me out." That's <laughs> interesting. Did she say yes? No. Oh man, could have had Ed Harris as your dad. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, but if it was. <laughs> Nice dry break. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Man. Oh well. Oh, well. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I love Snowpiercer. I think it's probably it's one of the better sci-fi films. It's of the so. Last few uh, years. Oh, it that deals... scene where Chris Pine is crying. Sorry, Chris. Chris <laughs> Evans, not Pine. The the, the, Darn sto- it. the story at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah. When that was intense. That's the best scene from like you said. Someone was like when they're in that train car thing mm-hmm. the like furnace thing oh my god I yeah, was that was dying. Oh, right over the engine and all Ooh, that yeah so yeah that was good. good as well yeah but yeah it's a great film so it is good good and it should it's on netflix is good it? bad guys is that on netflix no no it was on netflix for a little no. while it's well, not there anymore check it out if you haven't seen it so it's yeah. worth, worth your time yeah yeah it's fun to watch it's i went to i went to Mm? Go ahead. No. Go ahead. No, I was just saying it's 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 an interesting, it's a difficult subject. It tackles it, I think, in maybe not the most erudite fashion, but I think it tackles it in a very direct fashion. It doesn't shy away from some of the difficult questions tangled up with it. Yeah, and but yeah. it's still an actual movie. And it's fun. It's the film itself is just fun to watch. I mean, it's still is. kind of a blockbuster in a way. Yeah, it definitely is. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that ties into the listener question. So whoa, oh my Ooh. gosh! Well, I give I give Snowpiercer four, five, eighteen, <laughs> five stars for every time yeah. she's seen it. We should yeah. uh, we should get some listeners to try and like that'd be a hundred predict like what before the next show 
whatever movies we're going to be doing, like, predict certain star ratings. Yeah. Well, I mean, the next week it's going to be an easy one. Braden watches Justice League one star, (laughs) half a star. They're probably going to be right. Yeah. Gosh. It's so good. It's such a good movie. Yeah. I I love it. Yeah. Snowpiercer is quite good. Okja, again, I think was sort of tonally all over the place. This one, I think, kept it a bit more. And it's only because certain choices took me out of the film at times. Right. Did you like uh, Okja? I liked it a lot. I liked it, but I didn't like it as much as Snowpiercer. I'm sorry, yeah. Chloe. I, I, I would agree. Here. You have the floor here. No, I agree. I would agree. I like Snowpiercer Oak more. makes me feel weird. I don't know. Makes it feel funny. Makes <laughs> <laughs> you feel funny. Yeah. yeah, it makes me feel weird. I don't okay. know. I don't know how to... I give it... I don't know. I feel like it doesn't get stars. It gets something else. Little piggies? It gets like a... <laughs> It gets like a babbling brook or something. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> I am, it gets I am a, bewildered. It gets a sunset sky. <laughs> no, 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 no. Speaking no. of which, Bob Ross. Babbling brook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bob Ross needs to uh, retire as a Halloween costume. Yeah. I'm over it. I'm so over it. Like, also, you never watched don't, Bob don't, Ross. Shut up. Don't like, say people... that, because the, the next thing they're going to do is they're going to do zombie Bob Ross. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, zombie Ross. I'm just over it. They should do um that other guy instead, Richard Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> how much of a difference is there between Bob Ross and Richard Everyone Simmons, other than the... <laughs> goatee beard thing, right? The yeah. outfit. Everyone who's gonna dress up as Bob Ross, don't, and be Richard Timmons instead. I don't know if they make shorts that tight anymore. PSA. Yeah, they do. Just do for they? girls. Well, okay, I guess guys could wear compression shorts. Yes. But. Mm-hmm. There's lots of options, Brayden. Well, we can look into it if yeah, you want. next year. Okay. <laughs> Brayden, I'll be Billy Joe Armstrong. You can go as Richard Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> We'll make a dip. That won't work <laughs> for so many, so many different reasons. Uh, okay, well, uh, yeah, so I guess we're all done with the reviews, so we can just move on, unless there's any other news that y'all want to mention. So no. De- the Deadpool 2 t- first teaser, I'm sure we'll get a full trailer soon, but Deadpool 2 teaser came out this morning. Yeah, that was my not-so-subtle segue. Yeah, I've never heard we've, you laugh so much. We've never heard Brayden laugh as much as he did. It was before, funny. like literally, if show. you collect all the laughter of, that I've heard of Brayden ever have compared to the last, yeah. that that two minutes. It was a lot. Bob Ross is funny. Yeah. I'm sorry, maybe <laughs> yeah. it's a dead horse being beaten at this point, but you know, I I still find all the because I remember actually when I as a child I did see Bob Ross on TV a few times. Me too. Really? Yeah. I thought he was well before. They still play it on PBS. Well, I know, but I mean, he I tell, remember when He came when on they... after Cyber Chase. Oh, that I don't remember. That was after my time, though. Cyber Chase? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember that. Great show. What? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> All I watched was PBS Kids. I watched PBS a lot as you a child myself. You didn't watch Cyber Chase? Arthur? No. Oh, I mean, Arthur. we had different shows when I was a kid. Doctor Who. I watched Doctor Who a lot mm. as a child on PBS. Well, yeah, me too. I never did the the Mark the Mark. Who was it? Mark Apple. Did you mm. see the um? Oh, have you watched the new ones? No, I've been meaning to. It's on Netflix. There's an Agatha Christie one. No, it's not. They're on Amazon. 
They're on Amazon. They're now? all on they Amazon used to be on now. Netflix. Yeah, but now they're all on Amazon. Well, that I've seen upsets me. I've seen every episode of Doctor Who. Amazon ever rules made. the world. And cool. and all the movies. Even now, even that lost one, that was so cool. There was a lost Doctor Who, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but they found the audio tapes, mm-hmm. and so they um, animated it. It was so cool to try to match the little scraps of storyboard. They found. it was really cool. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Interesting. Well, but, so yeah, so Deadpool 2. Deadpool. Deadpool 2. Thank you. Wow. Fucking emails, guys. Jesus, stop. <laughs> so much love. <laughs> All the love. Anyways, so it's coming out uh, when? Next? Um, early I, next year? I don't know. Late next year? I don't know. The last, the first one came out something like freaking February. It was Valentine's Day. Yeah. Yeah, That's funny. I think it might be, they may be doing the same thing or it might be coming out in maybe late summer or something. I mean, that's a a weird time to release a film. I I think they probably released it then because they weren't expecting it to do much. Well, no, because they're they're advertising it as an anti, like a date, anti-date, which it's not really, but. Yeah. That's the lady from Firefly, right? Yeah. Who's the girlfriend? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The girlfriend of Deadpool. I didn't see Firefly. Really? Yeah. Huh, it seems like it'd be right up your alley. Brayden? Yeah, no, I know. Are I had friends real? who were absolutely gonzo about Firefly. Even I mean, I, I, don't, I don't love the show, but I, I, I like I it. I love it. I saw Serendipity. Yeah. Or Serenity, sorry. Not Serendipity. I, yeah, Serenity. Yeah. Um, and not Firefly? And I kind of like Serenity. You love Firefly. Well, that's what everybody tells me. And there's me. only 12 episodes. You might as well just go for it. Oh, okay. I'll watch Firefly. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I didn't realize that she was in, because she's actually in Gotham. Oh, really? Yeah. She plays uh, Dr. Lee Tompkins, who is the forensics, the, the forensic pathologist, forensic something, hmm. uh, medical examiner in Gotham, and then uh, stuff happens. But anyhow, she's, I knew her from Gotham, and I saw her in Deadpool, and I went, <laughs> <laughs> That's the actress from Gotham. So I didn't realize that she was actually in Firefly as well. Yeah. She must have been much younger when that came out. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like 10, 12 years ago? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's been a while, so. Mm. Anyways. It's really good. Joss Whedon. Yeah, well, everybody loves Joss Whedon. That's very true. I don't know yeah. if I love him. Really? Well, no. we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll, that'll be put to the test. My love for him will be put to the test with Justice League. Oh, well, although, to be fair, they said, what? they announced today it's, the reshoots were only 15 to 20% of the film. Oh, so really? he, he didn't redo like 80% of it. Really? Yeah. Wait, what ha- What was the drama that well, you know, you know, Joss Wayne stepped in to direct Justice League? Nope. Okay, so Zack Snyder's, so Zack Snyder's daughter. Yeah. What happened to. He had some personal daughter, issues. Let's, we won't go into it, but yeah. passed away. And then, so a couple months ago, Zack Snyder said, gotta step down, gotta deal with all of this. And so they hired Joss Whedon to come in and finish post production. But then that also involved doing a ton of reshoots, which cost like 20, 30 mil. And now, so he is technically co-directing it. Oh my word. He wanted to take it in a different direction because Zack Snyder had a very sort of gloom, doom approach to the entire DC franchise. Yeah. And Joss Whedon. Oh yeah, didn't he do like all the other ones? He did the Superman, Batman, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. And so, but they said today that it was only, he actually only reshot about 20, at most 20% of it. Really? So. I mean, well, in a film, that's still a significant Oh, yeah, amount, sure, sure. Particularly also, for something that they, they were done with. You know, cutting room floors where it all goes down. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, apparently they had to, they, 
the studio mandated that they could it they had to be under two hours. Really? Yeah, they had announced that a few days ago. Like it, they it had to be under two hours. I think so. they got tired of the super super yeah. long. Although for this film, I would say it should be longer. And the what? other ones, well, you would think, the other ones but, should not be. But it has it six gets, six seven characters to introduce. Batman v Superman was such a. <laughs> You know, yeah, bad, monster fire, awful. But uh, I don't know. Anyhow, what were we talking about? Deadpool again? two. Deadpool two. <laughs> so uh, I mean, we we only see a little bit of footage, actual footage in this. But is this something that y'all are looking forward to? Did you like the first one, or or do you do you not care? I didn't see it. You haven't seen it. Mm-mm. I don't like. I don't think you'd like it. I don't so. like. You probably wouldn't like it, but it's still. I think it's still important to see because it it marks yeah. a pretty significant change in the direction of I superhero also, films. Um, have total disdain as an, for Ryan Reynolds as an actor. I don't think I'm not crazy about him. Like I think he's a good person. I'm no interest in him as an actor. It just annoys the crap out of me, okay. and I just don't like. Cheap jokes, which those seem to me. I don't I know. Mean, so, I mean, for me, I, I see why it made, like, so much money and why people like it. And I, I liked it the first time I saw it, but since then I've kind of, I don't hate it, but I've come to, on rewatches, I've come to kind of dislike it a little bit. I still enjoy it immensely. I mean, it's just, it's just goofy, irreverent, off-the-cuff, doofy stuff. I mean, it has no compunction about it. I mean, it, it knows the cheap joke, and rather than trying to taking the cheap joke and trying to spice it up, you know, make it a little more palatable for people, takes the cheap joke and says, how can we make it even worse? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so you've got to give them kudos for at least saying, we know what we are, we know what we're trying to do, and you know what? Let's just let's just go full out for it. No, I see how it appeals to a lot of people. It's just yeah. don't, don't think it's my, I mean, my I'm, vibe. This is a, the second one isn't really a most anticipated for me, but I mean, I'll see it at some point, but... I'm not, it's not, it's not exciting for me the way that, say, the next Star Wars film is. Mm-hmm. Or whatever film comes out next in the Star Wars franchise, whether it's part of the trilogy Solo. or the standalone or... Solo? The other one's coming out, but the new one's coming out Christmas. Yeah, oh, yeah Force well, Awakens is coming out this year. Or Christmas, Last Jedi. But then don't confuse me, I barely know anything. Yeah, sorry. Last Jedi. <laughs> don't, don't take what I have. <laughs> it's the, so limited. The, the Solo, the Solo... The solo one coming out, the standalone one coming out next year is the Han Solo one. So, are they doing a Ewan McGregor one? I no. think they they've been talking about doing it. They've right. talked about a lot of things. I well, yeah. I think they might be actually. The young Obi Wan. Is Ewan gonna be in it then? I don't, Otherwise, know. I don't care. I don't know. All right. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, I think the footage itself it looks the exact same as Deadpool the first one. So if it ain't broke, people love I agree. it. I mean, people I, I, love I, it. I, see oh I, I know. I, I see why they're. They're doing it that same way, but... Eh. I mean, the formula worked the first time, and then they took some of that, grafted it onto Logan, and then it worked in Logan. Not the humor, obviously, but in terms of the, the, the action sequences. Mm-hmm. Um, being more sort of brutal. Yeah. Um, and, uh... I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of looking forward to it. I think it'll be interesting. I'm still not quite sure what to make of Josh Brolin as Cable. He looks also cool. playing Thanos. Or at yeah. least voice it. Well, I mean, technically he's playing Thanos because it's just... It's all very incestuous. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. You know? 
but yeah. Other actors out there they could have gotten for Cable, but whatever. I'm not I'm not the casting director, so not my call. Yeah. But uh but yeah. that is a fact. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got to say about it. So we'll see. Comes out sometime next year. Yeah, just I just it's nice to see a, a, a superhero film that just does not take itself seriously at all. Yeah. And not even like in terms of like... just fun humor, but it's just it's just over the top. It says, we've got the source material. The source material is, is totally irreverent, disgusting, crude. And you know what? We're going to take that and we're going to run with it. So there's no pretensions of, of being some sort of, uh, you know... Oh, we're trying to take superhero movies and turn them into a mass crossover thing and big audiences. And it just says, we've got what we have. We're going to do what we can with it. People like it. People don't like it. Whatever. And obviously it struck a chord with people. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. True. Yep. But yeah. So check that out. Let us know if you have any thoughts on it. I'd like to hear from you. <laughs> Bob or Ross. Bob Ross, yeah. <laughs> Bob Ross. <laughs> Either or. I'm sorry. It's just it's just such fun for me. It's what such a, a guy. goofy, yeah. nostalgic thing. What and then the little painting at the end, which was a, a little parody slash homage to Norman Rockwell. Yeah, that was Which funny. was great. Well, so, that's the movie poster right now. Is it? Yeah. I have to get one of those posters then. <laughs> it would really piss my dad off. Yeah. So. <laughs> He's a, he's a big Norman Rockwell. Well, I've actually oh, been funny. I've actually been to Norman Rockwell's house. Hmm. Uh, cool. God, where the hell is it? I'm gonna have to look this up now. Right. Okay, it was like Maine or Vermont or somewhere. I can't remember where. I don't think it was Vermont because I feel like my dad would have forced me to go if it was Vermont. It m- might be Maine. I don't know. I'm uh, gonna have to I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll, I'll look I that up. I went to Picasso's house. Really. I don't even like Picasso. Where, where is Spain? Yeah. Where in Spain? I can't remember. I went okay. to Somewhere three. I went to three cities. I don't know which one it was, and I don't like Picasso. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess that's all the news we got worth mentioning uh, that we feel like talking about. <laughs> so. Uh, I saw John Cleese when he was here. Really. Yeah. Huh. We see well, him every time he comes. I, we well, love John Cleese. John Cleese is my hero. Faulty Towers is the funniest show of all time to me. Faulty Towers is Faulty Towers is the lit- literally to me the funniest show of all time. Really? Like I like I like a hyperbole, but this is not a joke. He's it is my favorite show of all time. It's a great show. Yeah. I love Faulty Towers. And you can watch it over and over. Also my best friend Kaylee works at the Lemur Center. Or well, she had an internship there over the summer and she like volunteers her now. And John Cleese apparently went and he's obsessed with lemurs. Obsessed with them. Who is that? And man? then he no, he has a species named after him and everything. And then he started talking about it during the show too, because she texted me and she was like, "I feel like you would really, really like this person. You know who he is?" I was like, "Yes, he's like my hero. We even actually, yeah." Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> sorry. Great story. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna tell that story, but anyway, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so he loves lemurs. How fun. Hmm. Norman Rockwell. That. His house was in Stockbridge, Massachusetts, which yeah, I remember now. Went up to Stockbridge and we went by. It was Back when I was in high school, my family, we all went to Tanglewood, which is a very famous uh, a summer retreat or something like that for the Boston Pops. Hmm. And I got to see Yo-Yo Ma play there. Nice. Yo-Yo like... Ma was on uh, Arthur. <laughs> he <laughs> They made him a, like a, you don't remember that? Hmm. Was he on there with John Cleese? No. No? Okay. No. Shout out Who's, to Stockbridge. What's, what's Arthur? Hey, hey, uh, Arthur? Arthur. 
singing you know, Marley does the theme song. Huh? Oh boy. <laughs> That's this is awkward. It's a kids show. <laughs> okay, yeah. I don't. Get along with each other. <laughs> I don't. Ringing any bells, Brady? I don't remember Arthur. Arthur the Arbard. He was also books. And then they gave him a nose job. I haven't been a child. Have you seen the little fist meme? No. You haven't seen that either, Henry? No. Uh, whatever. Everyone else has, so. Okay. Alright. Arthur was my favorite show. I like that, Arthur, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. We can move on to some listener mail. So, the Felmbuds podcast... And gmail.com is the address that you can reach us at. Love hearing from you. And also on Twitter and Facebook uh, at the Film Buds. So feel free to follow us there too if you'd like. <laughs> so that's always cool. So anyways, we've got a couple this week. So got Ryan. Here's the first one. Hi, Ryan. Says, hello from Sacramento. Yes. Out. Sunny Sacramento. Yeah, Please, I've been there. And I'll actually be heading to San Francisco in a few weeks. So if you want to meet up, let me know. They're not, well, okay. I know, it's, it's not close, but <laughs> still. California is a big place. Yeah. Easy drive. Easy drive. Easy drive. drive. <laughs> Only a few hours. Yeah, so anyways, she says, I was curious as to your thoughts on a couple questions. What do you think is better slash more respected for, I guess, you, for you personally in a director? One that can do one type of genre or style really well consistently, or one that can bounce around in multiple areas and styles, even if they don't always do them uh, perfectly each time. Also, do you know people who will only ever watch the quote-unquote auteur or indie films and write off big blockbusters Ugh, because yes. they claim they aren't worth their time? Yes. I do, and was just wondering if you have dealt with that same issue. Keep up the good work, Ryan. That's a, an internal struggle, Ryan. <laughs> I don't yeah. like blockbusters. No, 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 I mean, he, like, he has, I, like, he's saying he knows people that yeah, feel like that. Yeah, I'm also kind of like that. You don't like big, you don't like blockbusters. I don't think so. You've liked a lot. Is of Harry Potter a blockbuster? Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> yeah. Big time. Harry Potter is a huge blockbuster. Okay. Uh, biggest of all time. Yeah. One of no, I wouldn't say biggest of all time. What <laughs> franchise? I'd say it's one of the one of the biggest. Yeah. Hunger Games might beat it. No, because there's way more Harry Potter. Oh yeah, Harry Star Potter. Wars. I think oh, is yeah. still. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural phenomenon. Brian, I will only watch Twilight. <laughs> but yeah so what What about the first one do you I mean I think you should do your... what you do best because other people can do well, what you oh. don't do best best well what do you what do you admire more like what <laughs> that was utter nonsense she's pulling a it rums, was not she's, she's pulling a rumsfeld here yeah. there are no knowns and no no not unknown knowns and no not knowns <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, what do you admire more personally? Do you admire someone like Soderbergh or Spielberg that can do a lot of different things, or do you just admire someone like Hitchcock? Hitchcock, who basically really only does kind of mysteries and thrillers, but usually does them very well. That was my answer, also. I don't think he was asking what director, but he said just in no. General. That was my answer. Is people who do what they're best at. Oh, okay. I appreciate. It's hard to say because it's on such a big scale and you're already influencing people. But, like, it's it's good to go out of your comfort zone and try other things, I guess, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, obviously, I'd prefer some... Because it doesn't matter quite who directs it as long as it's a really good movie. So I'd rather just see the best movie. Yeah. Well, that's, that's <laughs> my thing. Is I'd rather look at the director rather than the, than the genre. Yeah. Um, 
So basing judgment of a film on on the genre that it's in, you know, looking at the director and going, oh, well, he does a lot of good, you know, action films, so I'm going to go see this. Is the director good? Does the director have a good track record? You know, because there's Hitchcock, who obviously is a genius, but then Kubrick, right? Oh my God, I, I accidentally thought that the music from 2001 Space Odyssey was from Star Wars last night, and, no. and I got all flushed and embarrassed Cheers. and warm. It was really awkward. The beginning music for 2001 Space Odyssey is, is, what is it, Blue Danube, I think it's? I think. I forget who. It was very, it was an embarrassing moment. Yeah. And it was Sam Higgins, too, you know, he's obnoxious, so he really, he was. was Yeah, he's going to really weigh into you. Yeah, no, he didn't. It was a low moment for Clover. It was Uh rough. It was an oopsie moment. Oopsie moment. Yeah. But yeah, the Star Wars stuff was all original written by John Williams. And 2001 Space Odyssey is actually selections. So a lot of it is selections, classical music selections. I think yeah. it was some original score. I don't know who wrote it, though. No, I mean, but, but my point being, Stanley Kubrick has done <laughs> a whole range of genres. He's yeah, that's, Clockwork that's Orange, which is science fiction. 2001 Space yeah. Odyssey, which is science fiction. Yeah. He did The Shining, yeah. which is thriller horror. Yeah, uh, he did well, one of my, still one of my favorite films, uh, Doctor Strangelove, mm-hmm. which is sort of a comic, <laughs> dark comedy parody. Sad. Something, uh, yeah. Satirical, allegorical, advisory. Eyes Wide Shut, which I, I just is, watched for the first time a few weeks I ago. Need to see I that. always forget he made that. that. It's awesome. But he did... Uh, really? It's Like, I, I, I loved it. Barry, was, we are such different people, it's astounding. I know. Barry Lyndon, <laughs> which is a uh, historical yeah. period drama Sam, type thing. Uh, Sam, Sam was watching it last night. And oh, he said it was really dull. He, it's he not. It's it's not super exciting. I mean, I liked Lolita quite a bit. But the one thing that we were talking about with that is with this, Eyes Wide Shut, and then Barry Lyndon as well, his films don't need to be as long as they are. There's no reason for Lolita to be two hours and 35 minutes. Maybe There's no not. reason for Lolita to exist, by the way. I, I just I'm never behind that. I mean, it's a creepy-ass it's creepy. film. It's a super, super But it's creepy, quite well done. I've never the seen original, the original. Hmm? You haven't seen it? I've read the book. Oh, okay. The original film was quite good, actually. Yeah. I caught that by chance a few years back. I thought it was really well done. It was still yeah. creepy, but it was really yeah. well done. And then Eyes Wide Shut is great, even though it's very creepy as well. So. Yeah. Is it? But, I find yeah. it quite boring myself. Kubrick, I oh, mean... Which one? Eyes Wide Shut. I think it's dumb. Kubrick, he, not all of his films are super long. Most of no, a lot but, of his films are super long, but not all of them. Strange yeah. Love is very short. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, but... Uh, I mean, he, he dabbled, he did, he worked in a lot of different genres mm-hmm. in all of his films. Well, not all, but the vast majority of his films are spectacular. I yeah. think Soderbergh has worked in various genres. And Spielberg as well. And Spielberg as well. And the, the Coen brothers have worked in a lot of different yeah. genres. Mm. I would, yeah. I think in a sense. They have some films like Simple Man and Lewin Davis that are more serious, and then you have other films like Lucky Logan, or mm-hmm. Logan Lucky, pardon. Or, uh, no, that's... So, Soderbergh. Sorry, Soderbergh. Um, I mean, he has, thinking. like, No Country for Old Men. What are no you Country thinking, for Old Men. Yeah. 
I'm yeah. sorry, I'm crossing by. I mean, it has no, <laughs> like, no control. Men and Inside Lou and Davis are quite different. You yeah. know, or, oh, they're both bad. Or Big, so. no, they're both fantastic. Both fantastic. Or Big Lebowski or something. Right, know? right. So. Uh, Raising Arizona. I like Raising Arizona. So, Who I mean, doesn't? Again, oh, uh, Jacob number two doesn't like Raising Arizona. Oh. J- Jacob's number two. He gets two is, worse by the he's day. He's got to come on. He's such a nice guy. He's got to come on here and talk. And he wants to come on. He just has I been mean, busy. My 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 he's a great new, guy. My new director Love crush. Love him. Dennis Villeneuve. Oh is, yeah. You know, this is Sicario, Blade Runner, twenty forty nine. He's getting ready to do, to do yes. Arrival. Hmm? He's getting ready to do Dune. Yes. Oh, yeah. That, yes. That's gonna be awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> Yeah. I'm such a nerd. Oh my god, I'm, I'm so I'm excited. excited. That's what I'm excited. I've read all of them. I'm I'm excited. But, I'm excited about the casting. Who how he's gonna cast that? Put Kyle yeah. McLaughlin back in there, okay? Just anywhere, please. He just needs to be a part of the successful. Yeah. The successful version of Dune. Mm. Just I like anywhere. Kyle just make him even just like in the sand, just lying there. Just yeah. anywhere. Hmm. That's all. Oh, Dune. They need to make a good Dune. I'm so he ready. Will. With Blade Runner. Yeah, he will. He yeah. I'm surprised they're letting him. Dune was far less successful than the original Blade Runner. And they're just letting him do it again. What? Who is doing... Well, I mean, I think they, they know it's his films are going to have some staying power. So I feel like yeah. if they're going to do it... But they're $80 let... million? Dollars, isn't that right? They $80 million? Dollars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Blade Runner is supposed Lordy to hit like $80 million. Maybe they will the cast. Producers. Maybe they'll cast unknowns. Maybe that's how they'll get away with it this time. Well, I mean, I think if they're since Hollywood is doing all these remakes, I feel like if they're gonna do something that is risky, they might as well at least make it good. Yeah. So that way it has don't staying power. Don't think that's power. their, but yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. yeah I mean, not little, as straight cut <laughs> as that, but I that's think that's a remarkable thing about Blade Runner is everybody was oh my god it's not making any money the first weekend it came out and it's still in the theaters and it's still one of the top money making films out there it's mm-hmm. not making huge money but I think they've recouped yeah. their investment at least so that's that's a good thing but but um, no I mean you get mono or limited genre directors Hitchcock we mentioned and, and I was just thinking of another one Michael Bay no Dora uh, <laughs> the Explorer he's going to have his comfort zone He's doing Door the it's, Explorer. He's, he's an executive, oh. executive producer. Well, that's 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 different. That's not. <laughs> I just it's still going to be interesting though. He's not. He's not directing that. Yeah, unfortunately, that's something I would want to see. <laughs> yeah, I can see him. I can see him giving notes stuff. Needs more robots. More more explosions. This monkey can't shoot lasers out of its. I don't Put know. Door in shorter <laughs> shorts. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Her shorts are already short. Yeah. I do like her outfit, man. They're your two favorite colors, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Henry. You're welcome. What the heck? Zing. I'm just touched. That's all. Okay. I remember things. <laughs> you told them your, your favorite, favorite colors? colors? I must have. Okay. I, I hope so. <laughs> all right. Is your favorite color green? Black. Everything must be black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all black. No, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite color. Everyone, I don't think about it. Brandon, all everyone's much. got a favorite color. Yeah. What's something that you always that blue catches blue. your eye all the time? I don't know. The, if if you had to have a color on you, that what would it be? I don't know. I like neutral colors. What can I say? I feel I mean, like you're an earth tony kind of fellow. Yeah. 
That's so, right. a forest green, you know. Maybe. I don't know. It's blue for me. My favorite color. I've, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with blue. I've always liked blue, but <laughs> darker shades of blue, not, yeah. not bright blue. Yeah. yeah, same here. Oh, well, mine are uh, orange and magenta. Orange and magenta? Mm-hmm. I thought Dora wore pink clothing for some reason. Magenta pink. Oh, Close. magenta is... Okay. It's like a... I don't spend enough time with my crayons. Get I real do. green. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I uh, mean, that's that's a that's a tough question because it's... <laughs> I look at the director and not the color? necessarily oh. the genre. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, yeah. So there we are. I mean, Hitchcock stuck to essentially one genre did spectacular films. And look at Billy Wilder. He did a lot of different things. He did Some Like It Hot, D- Double Indemnity. Oh, okay. Double Indemnity. S- Sunset Boulevard. Is not right. my favorite. It's not my favorite Sunset either. Sunset Boulevard, not my favorite. It's not my favorite either. You're just talking then? No, I was saying in terms of his ver- variety, mm-hmm. versatility. He can do like a comedy, then he can go go do a But not that noir. well. I'd say he does the, them all well. To be, to be fair, Sunset oh. Boulevard terrified me so it couldn't have been that bad well, but until it terrified me it was quite boring so kurosawa yes oh, kurosawa yeah. he's the best best yeah, in the world kurosawa did you know he would go from japanese samurai the sort of period stories to um well he did a, a murder mystery or film noir kind of thing at one point and then there were some other uh, he did ikiru Ikiru, Ikiru, yeah, yeah, which is I got a Criterion beautiful, yeah, beautiful film. <laughs> well, but, even I know I, this is the only movie I ever talk about, and I'm so sorry. I know stuff, but I'm just obsessed with this movie. But like mm. Dreams, it's a bunch of different mini movies sliced together. Yeah, it's so cool. How do you do that? Who's that? Uh, who's that director that's in it? Martin Scorsese. <laughs> He's playing Van Gogh. Well, there's another one who's done a whole variety of films. Scorsese, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Good well, he's, done, he's had tremendous success making a broad range of films, but then... Mm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. His, look at his last three. I don't know. All are, like, vastly different. Yeah. He did Hugo, Wolf yeah, of Wall Street, Hugo, Wolf of and Wall Silence. Street. Yeah. They're, like, three incredible... Very, very different films. Almost different in every single way. Yeah. I just had a director who was more single genre, and I can't remember who the hell it is now. It's gonna well, Fincher's kind of like that. Brilliant. Ish. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh, David Lynch. Hey, hey, hey. Mm-hmm. David Lynch. Lynch. You could argue that he's done a few things which are not... No, the they're all exactly the same. Well, except no, for Elephant the, Man. I'd say the had, style is quite similar. He though. had the one film about the fellow who rode cross-country on a riding mower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what that's called. But other than but that, one anomaly his films have been, if you look at Elephant it, Man. Eraserhead, um, Love Eraserhead, Mulholland Drive, yeah. Blue Velvet. Yeah. You know, he's Made involved in our, his uh, twin very own state. Hmm? Made in and, our own state. And he's he's good. I like his stuff. It's very, but it's all very weird, it's psychological, quite... thriller, murder, mystery type, you know. He goes around and documents the weird world in his head. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it works. And so, I, again, I think I think directors can have a tremendous amount of success either sticking within one genre or dabbling. It just depends on how adept, how strong, how good they are, how good their vision is when they're directing. Right. So. Yeah. I agree. Next. 
Alright. Bye, Ryan. Bye, Ryan. <laughs> Chloe's giving you the, Chloe's the kiss <laughs> off. Get the boot. <laughs> Alright, so this one, the other one we have is from Sebastian in Boston. So it says... Boston. Correct. Hawk the car. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, and Matt Damon. And Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. No one cares about Ben Affleck. Ugh. All right, all just, right. I just hate Affleck. him. Oh. Casey <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> both both so, the Afflecks. Yeah. So all the Affleck's. Uh, too many Afflecks. <laughs> all right, so, dear phone buds, with Gal Gadot's great stance against Brett Ratner for Wonder Woman 2 and the sexual yeah. assault claims, do you think that type of stance from a star or director is really the only way to make change in Hollywood right now? Sure, there are other plausible ways, but this one seems to have made the quickest and most efficient uh, result. Appreciate the show a lot, Sebastian. Thank you, Sebastian. Thank you, Sebastian. Aww. Man. Uh, we, are, we are all very touched. Yeah. We're going to go cry into our handkerchiefs. <laughs> oh, I have, a, I have a banana if you want to. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. I think it's a banana, genuinely. I, have a banana. I got banana, too. <laughs> Bananas and bandanas. <laughs> That sounds like a fun name. That was a show I used Wasn't to watch. That, I was going to say was bananas used... and bandanas. No, bananas actual... and pajamas. Bananas and pajamas. Yeah, I used to watch bananas and pajamas a lot. Bandanas, okay. bandanas and uh, <laughs> bananas sounds like a fun podcast idea. Okay. Fun discussion. Bananas and bandanas. Yeah, you have no idea what it could be. You, know? you never know. <laughs> Tune in next week for who knows. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, if you don't know, so Gal Gadot uh, plays Wonder Woman and then she said that she would not be in Wonder Woman 2 unless Burt Ratner, who I guess is an executive producer Yeah, on it, he was a producer or something. Uh, was, removed. was removed. And just actually this morning, uh, they confirmed he won't be a part of it. Yeah. And so, because he's had all these sexual assault claims against him, when, or at least harassment of various kinds. And so, yeah, he's done. And so it's in and out. So, I mean... All i got to say is I love how in the film industry... So the allegations of, of, of sexual assault come out against somebody, and immediately Harvey Weinstein kicked Oscar committee gone, revoked a bunch of stuff, removed. He's voted off of uh, out of his own company. Mm-hmm. They just kicked him out of the company, right? Allegations of sexual assault come out against politicians. Politicians. Nobody gives. Them they get more money and more votes. Yeah. Well, you also have to think about baffling. I'm it's not trying baffling. to be. I don't know how to phrase this well. Devil's advocate. No, I'm not trying to be offense. I don't know. Just don't take me seriously because I'm ignorant. Okay. But like, you have to think about the audiences. Yeah, I know it's very different audiences. Like, there's a broader audience and generally more. I don't know, quote unquote, liberal, liberal audience, audience for involved yeah, exactly with, with the film industry and the media exactly. entertainment industry, which is I think the crux whereas, of that. Yeah, whereas the audience involved, yeah. you know, the electorate. It's going to be a self-selecting. Exactly. And so they're going to be more, I don't know. It's and just a I different see, demographic. I, I understand why you, that yeah. would make you uncomfortable talking about that because you're kind of basically saying, you know, these people are distrustful <laughs> and don't care about Yay. certain things. <laughs> Yay. You're but, welcome. But no, I, I think that's a very valid point. Gracias, Brayden. <laughs> yeah, I mean, applause to Gal Gadot. That's, yeah. Because yeah. that, I mean, that's honestly the way to, to do it. If, but, I mean, that also means that it's going to, ha- an actor or a director will have to do that, and which some people aren't willing to do. Be like, hey, I'm not going to be in this huge yeah. moneymaker, mm-hmm. you know, unless you Good do this. Good for her. So. But, yeah, yeah, great for her. Yeah. And, yeah, so. that is the only way. Well, because the point of it is, he's saying, is that the only way it will get done? But, like, what else is there to do? She's saying, I'm not going to be around, you know, someone who 
abuses people. Yeah. Right. There we are. Yeah. <laughs> it's not I out mean, of the question. And they're really not separate issues, okay? Like, mm. I'm different. I think I'm more sensitive than a lot of people to this, but, like, I can't watch... Like, it sounds bad. Like, his movies are really good, but, like, I can't watch Ron Polanski movies because I get creeped out. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Right? And you... And you... You... you Multiply that times a million because you're making a movie with somebody. Like, it's just, you can't, I don't blame her. Like, it, it influences the movie. Like, it's your job. You're saying, it'd be the same, like, I don't want to work next to somebody who's going to, like, spit on me. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. so just, no, I'm not going to take that job because the guy who interviewed me just, like, spit on your shoes spit on me. during yeah. the interview. Yeah. <laughs> there's actually, speaking of, there's actually a really interesting New York Times article by, I think it was Manola Davis or Amanda Hess. Manola Dargis? Dargis, Dargis, or yeah. Amanda Hess, I think the name is, but about separating art from the person. Yeah. Being able to watch a Roman Polanski movie and it just art as, like, grading it as art rather than and eschewing that person or yeah. or not. And I just yeah. can't, like, and I, both of, both sides of my family have just been artists after artists. And, like, my grandfathers were both artists, my mom and my dad even. And now you. Oh, thank and you so much. Gemma. Shout out to Gemma. I haven't <laughs> seen her recently. But. <laughs> yeah, you did? We came in this weekend. Oh, right. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. All I right. saw you go. You were all at the theater as well. You passed by. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Silly me. Anyway, but like, I, I've been taught my whole life, like, that is your outlet. Like, art is a way to express yourself and wage. Like, that's the point, and that's why people connect to them, right? Right. And so I just can't. Separating the art from the artist makes no sense because it's an actual part of you that you're putting out to the world. Mm. And I just... It's not worth... It's, it's also just not worth it. It's not like there's only five talented people in the world. Like, get over yourself. It's not worth it. If you're creepy, keep it moving. Okay. I don't know. It's it's difficult because it's, you know, should you... Rome Polanski, what he did was awful, but he made some really spectacular films and do you watch the films and go, that was a spectacular film? Do you watch the film and go, that was spectacular and I still feel guilty because it's a Roman Polanski film? Or do you say, I'm simply not watching it because it's Roman Polanski and he's a creep? Well, it made me feel uncomfortable to watch it because you're getting inside the mind of this person well, I mean, in some way. What's yeah. interesting... And rewarding it, too. I yeah. don't know. Um, with Louis C.K., he's, right. you know, he's blown up and he's done, basically. Yeah. His new film, that I love you, Daddy. Oh, what timing! Just, am it's I like right? it's the worst. Yeah, really. It's, it's like Chloe a Chloe Grace Moretz dating John Malkovich. Yeah, it's, that it's, is a, like a sixty-year age difference. It's meant yeah. to be like a like a commentary on people like Woody Allen, but right yeah, now Louis C.K. is basically that. Yeah, in many ways. See, and so it's, it's even taunting at that point. Yeah, it's taunting. They know I don't what even, they're doing. What is what were the allegations against Louis C.K.? Um, so he's uh, so the biggest ones. He had five women accuse him of um, uh, masturbating in front of them. Or, no, I mean, he would be masturbating in front of them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And so it's, he said, yeah, like, and he's even said, yeah, this is not a, yeah, he's a, a like, lie. He's, he owned up to it, which yeah, just make it better. I heard, but I heard that he actually confessed to having done that. Yeah, is... so it's, it's not good. It's not good. And I, I love Louis C.K. in a lot of roles, and so it's unfortunate. Yeah, I loved his TV show. Yeah. And I think he's a hilarious comic. And he's, like, great in Parks wow. and Rec. And... Speaking of, how are you guys feeling now? In what? Parks and Rec. Oh, he's yeah. in, like, an episode. Yeah, and he's in a few, and he's, I love him in it. And he's, like, he's good in American Hustle. Yeah, he was fun in American Hustle. And, uh, 
Yeah, but yeah, that's because no now more Louis C.K. His career's over. Yeah, but then also if you look at Kevin Spacey or someone like that who has this very impressive career, but now it's like completely tainted. Because mm-hmm. if you because now... it's, if you think about it in terms of the real world, you don't deserve to succeed. Like you're fra- you can't succeed if you're not following. We're treating them separately because they're famous or whatever, right? Yeah. Like you can't get a jo- certain job if you've gotten arrested or whatever. Blah 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 blah. Uh-huh. Like the list goes on. So it's weird that there's that it, there's it's exceptional because it's something creative. I don't know, or because like you said, we put them on higher platforms than politicians even, which is why they fall farther. But we shouldn't well, raise them up that much I'm, to begin with. I mean, if you look at with Kevin Spacey, like, how do you view his films now? Do you go back and watch House of Cards and be like, he's, you know what I he's like gross? Or American Beauty or... or Usual Suspects. Or Seven. And he's like, yeah. no, I hate this. I hate this now. Peace I already out. hated Kevin Spacey. And I didn't like Kui C.K., so I'm, I'm doing fine. Well, you're just golden, though. I know. I was indifferent to Kevin Spacey. I mean, I, I didn't really... I, always... I liked Usual Suspects. I liked Seven. I liked him in a few roles. I wasn't a huge fan yeah. of him. I've always had never... huge disdain for Kevin Spacey. I don't know why. I've never... Like, I've always just really hated him. Like, I can't watch him and stuff. I mean, he's just but, indifferent to him. But, but I mean, but... with, like... Louis C.K. or or someone like that. I mean, do you... Well, I mean, it, do you, it brings up the whole Casey Affleck and Michael Fassbender thing. Now, granted, I don't know that... Well, was Casey Affleck sexual assault or was it domestic yeah, violence? Yeah, he was hella creepy. Excuse my language. For me, that's language. So creepy, Casey Affleck. He, like, snuck into the producer's rooms and stuff, and it was really creepy. Really creepy, I swear. Gross. And then I think I think Michael Fassbender it was more of a domestic, domestic yeah. violence. So I know it's that's it's not hard. as that's bad, not good. but I don't think it has, well, it's, carries with it. This it's spin. far more gray, also. I'll say. Yeah. Like Emma Roberts got arrested two times for beating up Evan Peters. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no joke. Not by him. Like literally, it was so bad that police came over and were like, "What are you doing?" Huh. Arrested. And she was hitting him with the frying pan or something, or. Oh, girls don't need frying pans New to beat me, boys uh, up. <laughs> what happened to Monday style? You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so now it's gonna be hard to, like, do, do I feel bad going and watching an episode of Parks and Rec that Louis C.K. is in or or something? Because he's only in two episodes. Well, I know, but I mean, they're great episodes. But I mean, like, it, or I mean, just in general, like, yeah. is that? Well, I'll I mean, tell you. I'll tough, tell you. I guarantee still... you, Amy Poehler would not have cast him if she knew he was a creep oh, as a I, way. I agree. So if that, you want to think about it that way. I agree. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I love Seven. I like, uh... It's a very dimensional issue. And then I liked... I've seen, like, three seasons of House of Cards. Yeah. And... Well, I mean, it's the age-old question of, you know, dealing with artists, are they all sort of mentally unbalanced and troubled? Well, the a thing is... A lot of more. Yeah, but you can be imbalanced and troubled well, and not be a jerk. There's no if there's one thing I've learned in my life, it is that there's no reason to be a bad person. Just none. That's true. There's no reason to yeah. be mean to anybody. That's yeah. true. None at all. And yet people are. All the time. Yeah, but they it's there's no excuse for it. Oh I yeah. No, I agree with you. There's no excuse for it. But And there's no reason for it. There's reason backing up your behavior you know, explaining as it were your behavior, but there's still no reason for it. Yeah. I don't like mean people, basically, in case you didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like mean people either. Dumb like people me. I can I handle. Any, 
I don't want anyone mean to be mean to you, Chloe. Thank you so much. Me neither. People aren't really mean to me. Let me know if anyone is. Thank you. I can beat them up. Doesn't happen. I can beat them up. Okay. But I appreciate it. I'll back you up. Yeah, (laughs) see, that's the thing is, is I can see you beating somebody up without having to use a frying pan. Even Roberts, I can't see. That's fair. Well, my dad taught me how. Oh, good. Get rid of people in one blow. Good for him. My dad has led a very interesting life. He's an interesting character. (laughs) Interesting character, for sure. He and his uh, Taekwondo instructor... Got in a bar fight with a bunch of people, like with the two of them. That's a really good story. But anyway, oh, we should have my dad on sometime. I'd be down. He doesn't wake up early enough for this, <laughs> but. <laughs> well, maybe one day. If I can get up for it, he can get up for it. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't know a brain. Like Apparently, the, I don't. At work, they called him the vampire because he dealt a lot, dealt a lot with blood because he's like a research scientist and he used to take his own blood and our blood and just blah blah blah. Just took a lot of blood and he only he was awake at night and asleep during Dr. the day. Dracula over here. Yeah, that's what they called him, and they give him a little vampire and everything. Cool. <laughs> Nosferatu. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? Did we answer it? Yeah. Oh, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Yep. I so highly applaud that. Yeah, I, I think that's a great move, and I think it's good that that's happening. It's also cool it's, that she's Wonder Woman. That's a nice little. Yeah, it's still difficult bow. to disentangle artists from the work, but I mean, at the same time, does a creepo person? I mean, Woody Allen does. Does his situation completely invalidate? Everything that he's done. It certainly disinterests me, and I don't understand why he's still doing his thing. Likes making movies. I don't understand why he's just allowed to. I mean, it's crazy. There's so much, like, difficult people. There's a whole episode about Woody Allen and the way people. Oh, that show got canceled. I'm in love with that show. I'm very upset. Which one? Difficult people on Hulu. Uh, Billy Eichner's like it. my hero. Oh, yeah, Billy Eichner's hilarious. You ever see Billy on the street? Yeah. Of course I've seen yeah. You can ask Henry. I'm upset. I'm obsessed with Billy on the Big street. Time. And there's a clip with Jacob, Jacob Tremblay. Tremblay. <laughs> and, uh, obs- it's the cutest thing ever. It's the cutest what? thing ever. I know, it's just a, it's just that there's Ugh. a lot with J- Jacob Tremblay from Room. Did you see Room? No. Ray Larson? Jacob Tremblay. Oh, He's oh, the, the oh, the little kid. In the kid it, yeah. Chloe loves him. I, I just saw the one uh, where he's, he's apparently friends with Zach, Zach Quinto. Yeah. And they were running around New York. And they would just run out to people. And say, do you know who this is? Yeah, they, would nobody just knows who Do you know who this is? And nobody knew who yeah, the hell Zach Quinto is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so funny. And then he would say, he's Spock. And they would look at him and go, he's not Spock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Billy on the street is the best thing that's ever happened to the whole world, basically. Cool. It's very funny. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's quite, quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so thanks for the emails, guys. Feel free to send us more stuff. And that rapid fire, if you want to send us more rapid yeah, fire questions. Yeah, I liked that. I short-circuited it, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah some of those questions really were stumpers, but uh, yeah. yeah, it was fun. But yeah, so feel free. We'd love hearing from you. Uh, and or review us it's on iTunes. It's my favorite part of the show. Yeah. Or review us on iTunes. We'd yeah. Like, you know? Unless you're that jerk face. Yeah, the, the dummy. <laughs> yeah, what was that about? <laughs> what, was, what was it? He took issue with the two of us because we didn't like Mother? Yeah. Um, he said I was the only one that made any sense. Yeah, because you agreed with him. He wanted to oh. know. It was so stupid. No, he said he, he came here for unbiased opinions. Mm-hmm. Except he used the wrong tense. Yeah. So it was then, just terrible. Oh, did he? Yeah. What a dummy. It's an oxymoron. And then he reviews us 
He essentially said with a biased opinion. He didn't like us because we didn't agree with him. Yeah, and much. he said that's... I wasn't. He said I was embarrassing. Yeah, that's when I. That's when I lost it. <laughs> stepped up. Stepped up. I am, up, but up it's up. endearing. I think. I mean, if he disagrees with us, that's fine. But he can't say you guys suck because we'll track him down. I'll beat him up for you, Brayden. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'll hit him with a frying pan. Yeah, sounds good. I'll make him listen to Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> While y'all are doing that. Yeah, perfect. So, okay. So, yeah, so feel free to send us stuff if you like. Um, so I guess we can just move on to Picks of the Week. Oh, crap. Chloe forgot, obviously. <laughs> so, ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I do, can I do a, my Pick of the Week to be something you don't see? Yeah, so this is a no-go. For, for no-go. Killing of a Sacred Deer. Killing of oh, a Sacred Deer. That? Killing of a Sacred Deer. The single worst experience of my I, life. I quite enjoyed it. That, really? that didn't, act, it's, it's that not didn't a, actually it's, affect me. It's not an I mean? easy, uh, not an easy movie to like, though. Because I wasn't keen on Lobster. I wasn't either. The see, first half I, was okay, then the second half just so, was really. See, so I was I was kind off. of into the Lobster, and I was like, all right, this could, cause, you know, I got <clears> sucky at the end, right? But I was like, I'll yeah. give him another shot. It was. It literally, it's hard to make me speechless. I have no words. So, I have no I mean, words. So it's. I mean, it's. I wasn't. I thought the lobster was okay. I I, I admired the style, and I mm. thought it was well directed and everything, but just didn't really do much for me. But with this, I mean, I didn't love this movie either. But it's. It takes a while to get into it, but it's just it's directed very well. It is balances horror and some really dark comedy. Very it's well. Stupid. I There's no it's, point. I, Everyone I, is mean. There's uh-huh. no themes. There's are there are things. It's crap. It's just crap there, there on are a things. spatula. It's, it's crap. It's <laughs> and I mean it's actually and it it there are some really genuinely unsettling, horrifying scenes, and there's also incredibly hilarious scenes. It's also just and not so, true. Well, mother it's just had not some true. incredibly terrifying. No, but I, I think this has more. But mother was still horrible. No, it was fantastic. It's I loved it. No, Brayden, look if look if you see Killing of a Sacred Deer. You will be. It will have an influence on you, but right. in a bad way. It's like getting. It's like falling and getting well, cut, like when you get like gravel in your knee. Well, it's handling yeah. dark ideas and themes. So. But it's not. It's so stupid. People don't. I just can't. No. It's so dumb. It's so it's, dumb. It's not even well done. It's it's very well done. It's crap. It's, it's I mean, it's I, crap. and actually, Brian, you might since you're a fan of Kubrick, it feels very Kubrick. Yeah. Okay. Look. Really? Look, 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 look. 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 The way okay. it's shot... He's like, why deep focus angles? And the, the way it's shot is fine. Con- but congratulations on doing nothing interesting. You you were... Disagree. It's beautiful to watch, but ultimately... It's not beautiful to watch either, buddy. No. It's, oh. it's, it's, it's it not even. Like, visually, aesthetically? It's sufficient. It's very well shot. It has a style. Oh. Okay. It has a style. It's very, very... Um, it's austere. It's very cold. Yeah, it's very austere. But it's useless. It's a useless movie. The dialogue yeah. thinks it's much more clever than it is. I the think plot, it, is. it thinks it's deeper than so, it I mean, is. Cause it, so, that's what I'm so what, what, with Lady Bird. I'm, oh, I think hey, I, hey, I, hey, I can't we'll wait see, for we'll Lady Bird. I'm, well, I kind of hate. We, I was talking to Sam Hanks about this. We like, like, I hate Greta Gerwig, right? I don't yeah. like her. Like, no, Obama, I but I keep going back. I keep do going, you want, do you want I really do, like uh, Sorcerer? Uh, yes, can we do Lady Bird? You want to do Lady Bird? Oh God, don't make me watch Lady Bird. Brandon, it's not at hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes, man. It's one of those things that I think she's such a darling and, and Noah Baumbach, they're both such darlings of sort of the indie movie scene movement. I don't know what, because, but I just find their films to be just so 
This looks like self-indulgent. And like no, but this, this doesn't look like it. It really doesn't. Okay, Brent, I would love you rather Jordan. watch Lady Bird or Justice League? Uh, <laughs> just... No, I didn't drop it. You good? Okay. I still got it. Brent had it slipped really, on my leg. It made Almost... a really pretty sound. It yeah. Did. Very audible. Gloopy, gloopy noise. <laughs> um... Would you rather, which would you rather Lady watch? Bird, That's a good rapid fire. <laughs> Justice League. Really? I'm going to go with Justice League. I know, I'm, I'm looking forward That's to That's how much I despise Greta Gerwig. Jeez, I don't know. I'm, we'll, we'll have to figure And if I, if I know something's going to be awful, I want it really awful. I want it Michael Bay bad. Well, I don't think it's supposed to be I want it to horrendous. be a spectacle bad. <laughs> At uh, least also, I want explosions <laughs> and people flying and giant cars crashing into one another and lasers from outer space and I want spectacle. If I know it's going to be awful, I want spectacle. Now the one thing that, <laughs> that I might watch Lady Bird for is Laurie Metcalf who I've always I could see absolutely you, you loved loving her. her. Yeah. That makes sense to me. I, th- I, like, I thought I like, she was spectacular in Roseanne. I and... love the three youngins. I really like Saoirse Ronan. I do. She has good. the life I, I like want. Well. And then um, what's his name? Lucas Crap. Guy from Manchester. Boy from Manchester Ma- by the Lucas Sea. Lucas Hedges. Lucas Hedges. He's really good. And then that other boy from Call Me By Your Name. And so I've never seen him in anything, but he looks super Man, cool. I, w- I want to see Call Me By Your Name so bad. Me too. Looks so good. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what were we talking about? Picks. That was my anti-pick. Oh, okay. Killing so, I mean, it's, I mean it's, it's going to, this film is going to appeal to a very certain To Jacob crowd. number two. He loves it. He loves it. Wait, did he see it? He said, said it's a masterpiece. This is my point, okay? We gotta have him on. I love the guy. He's gotta come on. He's such a good guy. Love him. But, um... Watch us become best friends. That would be awesome. That'd God, be... and then it'll kill me in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he's incredibly sweet. He's incredibly... He totally frenemies. Yeah, he's he's an incredibly sweet guy, so... Uh, hopefully he'll come on sometime soon. Um, but... Okay, so, yeah, that's Chloe's pick. So, for me... I'm trying to think of what other stuff I've been watching. Uh, well, I'd say check that out if you're interested. <laughs> <laughs> check out Killing of Sacred Deer. So we have the don't see it at all, yeah. and then the go see I it. I feel like if people actually listen to this podcast, they know by now who they kind of agree with. Yeah. So, like... I think well, we that's all not, have that's, that's self-defeating, because if you agree with that person, you're most likely going to go see the films that they suggest anyways. Yeah. I see what you're saying. And yeah. the whole point to this, I thought the whole point of this exercise was getting people to go see films regardless. Yeah, me. Well, <laughs> well yeah, it depends. I mean, if... With some... a movie like this, you don't understand, you don't, I cannot communicate enough. Like, I need therapy. Like, I need that money it's from very the disturbing. movie to get back for some huh. yeah. At times, yeah. It is dreadful. Well, I've heard Dogtooth is pretty mind I haven't seen that yet. Well. It's worse. Uh, it's it's it's, dog tooth? it's really? quite. I mean, it deals with like you know a lot of like family and like. Because Dogtooth was like weird incesty stuff or something. I thought that's kind of like this too. Oh. It, at times, there's right. that. But I mean, the thing is, it, like, it, there's some dark comedy in it, and it's hilarious. Like I don't li- like laughing at, but there's some good d- dark comedy. But then there's some also just truly horrifying moments. So it's 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 a strange surreal movie. I was so. literally nauseated. Really. Mm-hmm. I mean, even just opening scene, so it's, yeah, anyways, so I mean, yeah, but I mean, I think with people listening, like, if they know, Henry's scared says, to say menstruation, by the way, that's what I learned from this experience. Why? Why? <laughs> Yesterday when we were at Cup of Joe talking about it, 
instead of saying menstruation, you went blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, because, oh I mean, because the thing is, I was, I was like holding it, or like I was at the counter. I'm not going to say menstruation out loud. Your coworker did. There's a, uh. Did he? He said period. <laughs> He's going to get fired. Who's your co Cooper. Oh, Cooper? Yeah. He whispered it. Well, he wasn't like standing on the counter yelling, period, period. You were there. Period. <laughs> That'd be <Exactly>. awesome. Nobody would notice it, Cup of Joe. I there's a kids just... in the hall skit that you should watch. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, Dave Foley. Okay. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a good I'll check yeah. it out. Did yeah. you, oh, do you I... know the one I'm talking about? I do. Yeah, it's quite funny. Oh, I, yeah, I, I closed with Cooper yesterday. I trained him. On closing stuff. On closing stuff. Yeah, he was mopping. Good. Yeah, he was good. Okay, he's good. For uh, so. But yeah, I, mean, I feel like people know if I say I like something, maybe like fuck yeah, or they might be like no. Mm-hmm. Definitely me. I feel like that'd be easy to do. I feel like it's. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Brayden's the wild card. I'd say. I am? I'd say. You yeah, are. you would definitely are. Henry I and I never was... agree. Oh. And we you agree on Thor. Agree I'm the swing vote. Yeah, you. <laughs> we agree on the swing vote. We agree on Thor. And Snowpiercer. No, I like Thor more than you. We both gave it four, bro. I gave Versus. it a four. I gave it a normal thing. Yeah. Poseidon. Yeah. My my four was different than your four. Okay. She gave it a super four. Four hammers. Yeah. Yeah. Which okay. was just four. And she was super. I four. give it four Jeff Goldblums. Alright. Fair enough. It's all about the Jeff Goldblum. We didn't discuss Jeff Goldblum in that film. Nearly, Nearly enough. enough. Yeah, he's... We need to have another another episode where we review Thor and yeah. it's just you, an hour like of us that, talking Like about that Jeff Soderbergh Goldblum. thing. It should be all Jeff Goldblum retrospective. I'd yeah. be down. That'd be fun. That works for me. Yeah. Be fun. But only if we cover the stuff that he did for Tim and I, Eric. Awesome show. Great the job. The Fly. Oh, yeah. The Flea? The Fly? The Fly. And his, the flea his awesome, weird though. light bulb ad. <laughs> That's what we should do. Oh. We should just do commercials like Matt McConaughey's commercial and Brad Pitt's commercial. Oh, yeah. Perfect. What's your pick, what Brad? Brad Pitt commercial. The fragrant. It was a fragrance, oh, yeah. right? For uh. Calvin? No. Calvin Klein. Maybe. Whatever. It was a French one. It was French. Some hmm. stupid thing that nobody actually needs, and they should go donate that. It was. Money. It was a couple of years I'm, ago. Well, I'm all about the George Clooney, Danny DeVito, Nespresso. Oh yeah, I like those. <laughs> those yeah. are good. Which who is it? Salma Hayek was in. Hayek. Hayek, Hayek, whatever. Have you ever what seen that? Um, have you? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, what? What? <laughs> Nothing. All right. So, well, I mean, for me, I'd say go see that. And I also picked up Wind River on uh, Blu-ray. 4K. Uh, no, just, there, no 4K, just the Blu-ray. I need to get that. Um, oh, this is one thing about Wind River, the, the release of it. You're going to watch it again? Uh, yeah, I loved it. It's good. Um, it's really good. I can't wait to. Yeah, uh, they cut the Weinstein logo from it. Really? Yeah. So when it and it's now that it's out, they've completely cut it from the. Cool. Yeah. They're probably going to rename that property because I think both Weinstein's because Bob Weinstein as well has had allegations brought against them. So really? Both both Weinstein's are out. Jeez. Now. It's a mess. But yeah, so check out Wind River. It's on like you know you can rent it and all that stuff now on digital or, uh, Blu-ray whatever. I mean, it, well, that's, that's the thing. Okay, Weinstein, Weinstein companies put out just shitloads of films. A lot of them, excellent films. 
do you boycott all Weinstein films now? Boy, boycott the logo. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's that's sort of a hollow gesture. Then, isn't no, I, it? I don't know. But, Chloe, what was... Walk out of the film when the logo comes up and then walk back in a couple <laughs> seconds later. I mean, nope, that... I'll, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be back in just a few seconds. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Chloe, what were you saying? Oh, that I got really excited about? Yeah, you're like... Oh, yeah, I, I just read that Craig Roberts is, like, my fave is going to be in the, uh, the, um, so sorry. It's fine. What's wrong with me? I don't know. Post-Hobbit. He's going to be in the Post-Hobbit series. The what? Lord of the Rings. There uh, we go. Lord of the Rings series? Yeah. I love Craig Roberts. I'm very excited. Wait, the, like, the comedian guy? Craig Robinson? Robert. The guy from, like, who's been in the office? No, the guy from Submarine. Hot Tub Time Machine? Submarine. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see that. And Robert, I haven't seen that. We talk about him all the time. Either. You guys don't listen to me. His name is Craig Roberts. He's been in <laughs> Submarine. I say this every single show. Okay. I don't recall any Craig Roberts me, discussions. Me, me neither. Go, listeners, go back and listen to all the shows and let us know. I talk about him. Do a tally. Red Oaks. You don't, but you didn't mention him. Though. I did. Fundamentals of Caring, which they changed from the original title, which was much better. The book was much better. Okay. What's your pick? <laughs> let's get let's get this over with. Yeah, what's what's your pick? I have I've been sort of in a hole the last week. Uh, I did see Loving Vincent, and it really was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked I it. I know as well. I know you guys did a review of it already. I'm a little behind. We barely did. But yeah, we, we we talked about like everything else. Other we than talked that. about. Well, that's silly. What's the point then? We uh, didn't mean, we we didn't mean to. We didn't realize how. Uh, vital you are. We veered off. We respect I, you a lot more now. I am the you. the whip. <laughs> no, Brandon is the, the whip. It's it's the what do they call it in the house? They sit at the whip, the majority whip, the minority whip. I'm the whip. You're, you're the yeah. I make sure everybody stays on track. Votes <laughs> yep. the party, toes the party line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. No, loving Vincent was spectacular. I really enjoyed it. Uh, obviously the artwork itself was, was beautiful and I think they did a really spectacular job of capturing the technique of Van Gogh himself. Sam um, Higgins thought that that guy was very handsome. Who, the man, who the man guy? Yeah. Hey, no, good. not Douglas Booth Van Gogh. Yeah, he's good looking. Oh, yeah, it was a Polish actor, I think. I just thought that was playing. really funny. He's good looking. Wait, Van Gogh, the, the actual painter himself or the guy playing Van Gogh? The guy Gogh playing himself? him. Okay. Yeah, I'd say so. He's good looking. <laughs> <laughs> not, not, not a, yeah, okay. Sure, why not? Yeah, but yeah, Love and Vincent. Oh, and The Florida Project as well. That's another one you should oh, go yeah, see. Oh, yeah, you should see it. Check it yeah, out. Yeah, I'm, I'm Unless you're gonna a see jerk. that this week. Yeah. That's if you're my a jerk, you'll hate it. Yeah. I'm gonna, I might see Florida Project tomorrow. I'm worried yeah. it's gonna upset you too much, Brady. Well, Mary, Mary was telling us yesterday she was bawling her she, eyes yeah, out. Yeah, she too. said she was crying. I cried too. Yeah. So, she said she's like cried over and over again about it, so. Yeah. Which, it's, I mean, it's emotionally draining film, so, but it's great. Yeah. So. I, I want to see it. It is really it's, good. Like, it's just, it's really good. I, 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 maybe I'll see it tomorrow. Yeah. Know. We've got it through next week, and then, no, we're opening Lady Bird this Friday, because apparently it's doing such huge business everywhere. Yeah. It's doing very well. Yeah. I don't understand it, but whatever. <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go see it for Lori Metcalf. There you go. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, so Loving Vincent may be in a few theaters still around here, but or I mean no, around only 
in the Chelsea. Yeah, I mean, I mean, around the U.S. Exclusive. It might still be. Probably in around the, the U.S., yeah. Yeah, it might still be in theaters somewhere. So check it out if you haven't yeah, seen it yet. In little corner of the globe, it's really only at the Chelsea right now. So. Yeah. Uh, and then, Chloe, did you, have, you, watch, you watch anything that you would recommend? Yeah. Future Man. Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. The Josh Hutcherson, Seth Rogen. Hulu? Yeah, Hulu. It's awesome. Dope. Really? It's great. I think the I like funny stuff. So do I. Love comedy. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, maybe I'll try to find that and watch that somewhere then. It's good. You said Hulu? Mm-hmm. You should just get a Hulu subscription one these days. Do it, man. Yeah. Get that 30-day free trial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I guess, yeah, that's all over. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, I guess that about brings us to the end of the show. Just about. <laughs> just about. Just about. Uh, it took a long way to get there, but we, <laughs> we made it. So what are we watching next week, then? Um, well, we can just have one of our normal discussions about, like, on the show. Uh, so, I mean, we can do Lady Bird. I mean, that's probably what's going to be the better film. Um, but we can do Justice League. I mean, we probably would get more listeners with Justice League, but... Probably. Uh, well, whatever you decide, I will uh, watch it. I'll watch I mean, Lady I'll... Bird despite my, my my misgivings about their growing because I, mean, I do like William Metcalf. Brandon hating things is hilarious. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll end up seeing... I'll see both either way, but... So I'm happy to, to do either. We'll figure it out, you know, and if you have a preference listener, let us know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's definitely it. We can find some cool retro reviews to do. Or if you check out the Florida Project, right, maybe we can review. Yeah. Talk about that, too. I'll, I'll watch it. It's a secondary. I'll watch that. Something like that, so we'll figure it out. Should be a good show either way next week, you know. Interesting film to talk about one way or the other. But yeah, so thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, anything else y'all want to mention before we uh, close up show? No. Bye. <laughs> that's that's Bye. A, that's the signal. That's the signal. Kiss off. <laughs> <laughs> Chloe has dismissed you. <laughs> bye bye. You may go now. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening so much. Uh, see you next week.